Joe Rawl, but it is for no gain. And so we face a third down and two as Gretna has the opening possession here against Carney High in Class A. Doug, good with you on this Friday night from Gretna. It's a beautiful night for football. And again, any scoring in the Pleasanton, why not game? We'll keep you up to date under nine minutes to go. Pleasanton's up 40 to 14. Here you are seeing Zane Flores, maybe the best young quarterback in the state for the Gretna Dragons as they are winding down time and have to call a timeout. So that'll give us an opportunity to chat with you here as we had no pregame to bring to you from our friends at Hogemeyer Hybrids. But a timeout here by Gretna. Doug Duda along with our producer engineer Grant Ty. Again, thanks so much to Carney Catholic, uh, first of our doubleheader. They took care of Shadron 41 to nothing. Pleasanton now leading Why Not by a score of 40 to 14. And here you have the eight and nine seeds in Class A. When you come into this ball game tonight, you look at Zane Flores, and we'll hear from the coach at halftime uh, in Brandon Cool. But for Gretna, Flores comes in throwing for over 1,800 yards. And again, folks, that is in just seven football games. They haven't played in a couple of weeks because of COVID, and they had a bye last week. So they are looking to get on track here with a good opening drive here against a Bearcat team that was the nine seed and blew out Lincoln Northeast last week, 46-6. to It's a spread. They don't run the ball all that well. Flores on third and two. Takes a five-step drop. Plenty of time. Airs it out deep. Down the middle of the football field. It's caught on the numbers at the 40. To the, th- the official got it right. Wow. Break here for Gretna. Third down, left side, runs over a man, and Brecken White finally jumps on the pile as they bring him down at the 42-yard line. That'll be good enough for a five-yard gain and a dragon first down. So a perfect start here for Gretna. They score in three plays, hold Carney to three and out, and now they're on the move again in Bearcat territory. First down and 10 at the 42-yard line of the Bearcats. Carney needs to make a stop here. They don't want to get rolled right out of the gate and be playing Major League catch-up all night long. Four wideouts, twins to the short side, which is the left of Flores. He's looking right. He has time. Now he's pressured. He's scrambling to his right, still scrambling. There's a push in the back, and he'll throw it away down here at the 25-yard line, looking for his tight end, Caleb Schnell. Wasn't much of a push in the back. I saw it, but the referee said, yeah, he's going to call it holding. And now Carney has a decision, and I'm sure they'll back him up here. It could be second down and 10, and that hold might be well behind the line of scrimmage. I think he's already picked up his flag. But that flag came from the referee well behind the line of scrimmage, and they're going to take the first penalty of the ball game here, a hold on the Dragons, and march it back to Gretna's 48-yard line. So it will just be the standard 10-yard penalty. First down and 20 for the Dragons, leading 7-0. Doug Duda with you here on KXPN, Kearney, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln, glad to have you along with us here tonight for this outstanding matchup of the eight and nine seeds in Class A. Empty backfield now, five wides, trips to the wide side. Flores will send his man in motion, hand it off on the jet sweep from left to right, trying to turn the corner and not much there. Gets into Carney territory at the 49-yard line before Shaw comes over and drops the hammer on Joe Roll. Altwine over there as well. And it'll be second down and long after a gain of about three. They're going to give him an extra yard. We'll say it's four to the Kearney 48-yard line. So second down, 16. All kinds of signals being flashed in here from the Gretna sideline with those green tops and 
white bottoms and helmets with the big G on it. Now trips to the left side as the ball's on the right hash. Flores checks it out. Looks quick little slant pattern out here. It's complete to his tight end, Schnell, at the 40. He leans back to the 39-yard line. That's going to be a gain of nine for Flores, who is now four for four. And Schnell has caught two passes for 17 yards. It's still going to be third and a little bit longer than six. Uh, They're going to say maybe seven yards to go. It was first and 20, and Gretna has whittled off 13 yards of that. Third and seven at the Bearcat, 39. Six and a half to go here in the first quarter, and Gretna's already up seven to nothing, hitting a 72-yard touchdown pass on third and three. Huber in the backfield, rolling to his right. It's a delayed draw, huge hole, 35-30. First down, what a well-executed draw. Making the tackle for Carney is Theo Huber. But, man, did he have a lot of time. No rush, no pressure on the quarterback. That's as long as you're going to see a draw ever take out to the 28-yard line. That is a gain of 10 on the play for Mick Huber. And a first down here for Gretna. Excellent play call when it looks that pretty. And the Dragons are in business again as we're halfway through the first quarter. Huber flanks Flores to his right. Flores fakes it. Quick little slant pattern out here. Complete to Marshall at the 15. Got inside the defensive end and down to the nine-yard line. And Gretna is making it look pretty easy right now. It is first and goal for the Dragons as they mark the ball right on the 10-yard line for a gain of 18. Flores has been right on the mark on all five passes. Eight, a zero, a 72, a nine, and an 18. Now he puts his running back, Huber, to the left side. He will hand it off to him, trying to get off the right tackle, and this time nowhere to go. They hit him in the backfield, and making the tackle for the Bearcats is, well, not helping me out here. Tackle is going to be made in there by uh, Carney High's Alex Shaw. Why not has scored and made the two-point conversion, but there's only four minutes to go. Pleasanton 40, why not 22? And Pleasanton looking to head to the state quarterfinals after making the championship last year. Going to be a loss of one on the play. Second and goal at the 11. Same look here. Flores to Huber again, trying to bounce off a lineman, and that's just not working. He's going to be drugged down by Peter Glant. Boy, it looks like you're playing six-man with the only guys they have up there at the line. It looks like there's only three guys on three guys because of how spread out it is, but that's not the case. And Glantz able to get in there along with Jack Johnson, but Glantz the one that threw him down behind the line of scrimmage, another loss of one. And so it's third and goal from the 12, but we've already seen what Flores can do. They've kicked four field goals this year, the longest being a 31-yarder for their Place kicker and Ryland Penke. Ball on the right hash, third and goal. Flores to the end zone, double teamed, and it's going to be knocked away. He just knew where he was going to throw it, tried to look off and threw to Marshall in the right-hand corner. Caden Miller knocked it away, but there were two wild or two Bearcats there, and luckily for Gretna, that one wasn't picked off because that was Carney's better chance to get to the football. Shaw over there as well. And now here comes the field goal unit after the first incomplete pass of the ball game. So here he comes, Ryland Penke from the right hash. The holder is T.J. Silliman. This will be a 29-yard attempt to put Gretna up two scores here in the first quarter. Snap good, placement good. The kick is very low, and it is no good. 
Low and wide left. So the Bearcats come up with a stop after it was first and goal. With 4.11 to go here in the first quarter, it is Gretna 7 and Kearney nothing. A 29-yard field goal short and wide left. And Kearney will take over after running just three offensive plays at their own 20-yard line. We've got plenty of other football going on. Pleasanton has just scored, and they are back up 46-22 with two and a half to go. So the team's exchanging touchdowns since we joined you here in Gretna for the Kearney-Gretna game. But Pleasanton in great shape, up 46-22 at Wynott with 2.30 remaining in that football game. And again, Pleasanton holds on to win that one. Most likely, Sandhill-Stedford is back on but they would get to host. Here's a handoff to Parker Wise. He'll crash over the 20-yard line, get back to the line of scrimmage, and fall forward for a couple of more. So Weiss, his first carry, had a decent night last week. Again, he didn't have to ask a whole lot from a lot of the offense. It was short fields, but he had nine carries, 90 yards, and two touchdowns, including a 27-yarder the first time he touched it. Second down, and we'll call it eight yards to go here for the Bearcats. Weiss. Off the right side of Pearson in the pistol. Extra tight end. Single man out wide to the right. Twins to the left side. And on the snap, it's quarterback keep the whole way. And Pearson is hit behind the line of scrimmage before he could really get going. Dropping him is going to be Brecken Hyman. And got back to the line of scrimmage, and that's it for Preston Pearson. So it'll be third down and eight here for Carney. Earlier today in Class A, the Western teams didn't do so good. Omaha West side. 45-3 over Grand Island. They had beat them 42-0 in the regular season. And Lincoln East shuts out North Platte 42-0. That was 35-0 at halftime. The rest of Class A either just kicking off or there's three games at 8 o'clock tonight because of shared fields. We'll take a look at some of the other action on our Platte River Prep scoreboard in just a moment. Third down and eight, Carney, their own 22. Pearson, time in a pocket, looking, airs it out down the right side for Miller. It's underthrown, and Miller has to come back and knock it away. Good play by the defensive back, Connor Edwards. Pearson didn't get enough air under that one. The win, not a factor here. And it'll be third down, three and out again here for Carney High. Miller got behind his man in Connor Edwards but really had to come back and fight just to knock that football away. So once again, a punting situation here with Preston Pearson to do so. And the boot is a low-line driver. It bounces at the 40, gets the turf roll at the 30. Inside the 25, they'll take it to the 24-yard line, much better than the last punt. In fact, that's going to be 53 yards on the punt for Preston Pearson. The last one went just 24 yards, putting it in the air. That one was a line driver. Got about 20 yards of roll. And so basically you flip the field from the Kearney 23 to the Dragon 24, 7-0 Gretna. And again, if you are wondering more about what's going on up at Why Not, Pleasanton's in great shape. They are up 46-22 with under two minutes to go in the football game. Doug Duda with you here from Gretna. Thanks to Matt, Mike, and Kevin and the gang here. Back to pass all day. Over on the right side, complete to Alexander. Comes back over the middle of the field at 30. He's up to the 35 and tripped up at the 36-yard line. It's a gain of 12, and Alexander makes his first catch of the football game. And Gretna now up 7-0 and another first down, unofficially their fifth here this evening. 
Gretna clicking early on. Carney not offensively. By the way, Sandhill Stedford leading Loomis 40-8 to at the half. That game next Friday would be at Pleasanton. That's Pleasanton's only loss, of course, in the final week of the season. Handed off here to Huber Hole up the middle and just got shoestring tackle. Fell forward for about four more yards, but able to trip him up there was Trent Buescher. And he's going to pick up yardage to the 43-yard line. That's going to be a gain of six. So Huber, 27 yards on six carries. When they had it first and second in goal, he went backwards. Otherwise, some pretty good running here in between the 20s. Second down. They'll give it to him again. Off the left side, he is form-tackled beautifully. There he is again in uh, Trent Buescher coming in there. Basically untouched and took him down for what you would say is a two-point conversion. Wynott has just scored, but then Pleasanton covers the onside kick. A minute 30 to go. Pleasanton 46. Wynott 30. Pleasanton has the ball. Huber, no gain on the play, so it'll be third down and four here for Gretna at their own 43-yard line. Bearcats need to stop. There's some movement. Glant came across the line. But Gretna also stood up and pointed, but they're going to get Carney on the offsides. And that's going to be a first down here for Gretna. Tough, tough call there for the Bearcats trying to bring the pressure. And instead, they're offsides. Needed four, got five. And Gretna will have it first and ten at their own 48-yard line. 103 to go first quarter. Gretna seven, Carney nothing. Each team's had it twice. This is the Dragons' third possession. Huber in the backfield with Zach Flores, the outstanding sophomore quarterback, brings it over to the sideline for Schnell, and it's incomplete. Getting in there after a short little pass to knock it out of his hands is Seth Altwine. Made a nice play at the Bearcat 48-yard line. Just got his fingers in there. The second incompletion here in eight attempts in the first quarter for quarterback Zach Flores. Second down and 10. You take a look at what they have done so far this year. Started the season... With a 30-7 win over Lincoln Southwest, had a replacement game over Lincoln High, 34-7. Beat Papio South, 45-22. Pius, Bellevue East. The big win was against Scott, 31-28. Gretna, quick little screen pass out of the backfield to Huber. Tries to cut back, lost his balance, but he does get into Kearney territory before Jack Johnson brings him down at the 49-yard line. All that for just a gain of three on the play. So that win against Scott, the big one, and then they lose the next week to Elkhorn South, 35-10. to 10. Of course, Carney lost to Elkhorn South with those multiple turnovers in overtime in their final game of the regular season. Got a lot of football on our network of stations. Looks like on Power 99, Stanton is doing well. They are up on Arcadia Loop City, 28-14. to 14. Back to pass, Flores. Time in a pocket, deep over the middle for his running back. Nope, that's going to be his wide receiver, Joe Roll. It's still caught at the 25 and down to the 21-yard line. A 28-yard completion to Roll. And Carney knew that they were going to have to get some pressure on this quarterback, and they have only really done that once. He rolled out of the pocket and got the job done, and that'll be the final play of the first quarter. It's all Gretna here in the opening quarter of the Class A second round. It's the Dragons 7, the Carney Bearcats nothing here on ESPN Radio and PlatteRiverPreps.com. 
Trotter Fertilizer and Service of Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes and wish them good luck in the competition. Stop in and talk to the experts at Trotter Fertilizer and Service of Pleasanton for everything you need to keep your farm rolling and your crops growing, including chemicals and fertilizer. Trotter Fertilizer and Service in Pleasanton. Good luck, Bulldogs. Friendly service every time. Quality is what you'll find where your neighbors and your friends go see Trotter. Pepco is the leading pest control company servicing commercial and residential properties in Kearney. Offering insect, rodent, and animal control will safeguard your property against damaging and unsightly intruders. We're certified and licensed by the state of Nebraska and have found long-lasting solutions for infestation since 1987. With our many years of experience, you can rely on us to protect your property. Pepco is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. With our producer engineer, Grant Ty, Doug Duda, back with you here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth on the road, bringing you the Class A state football playoffs. Carney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy duty towing to roadside assistance call. Carney Towing and Repair, when you need us, will be there in the first quarter. Gretna, seven first downs, had the one penalty, didn't have to punt. Uh, they have seen 27 yards on seven carries for Mick Huber. Joe Roll, one carry for four yards. Ten attempts, eight completions for Flores, including the 72-yard touchdown to Trevor Marshall. And Gretna's on the move again. They've even missed a field goal. Third and six at the 21. Wide receiver screen to Alexander. He's got blockers at the 20 down the left sideline, 15. He'll be shoved out of bounds just short of the 10-yard line by DeAndre Ndugwa of the Bearcats. But it is another first down. A gain of 10 more. Alexander with his second catch. Great job by Ndugwa, but they seem to have everything going on. We now have a final from up north. Pleasanton advances on with a 46-30 win over Why Not. And we will give you some other scores in a minute. Kennesaw dominating Allen. 56-20 in the third. Flores at the eleven. Going to just throw it out here to Alexander. Another wide receiver screen. He gets to the five-yard line before he is dropped by Alex Shaw. He's getting some good blocking. I'm not a huge fan of the wide receiver screen. just seems like there's never any blocking out in front of it. But the last two times, it looked like the quarterback, Flores, was going to run with the football and then just kind of shoveled it out here right on the sideline to Alexander. It's going to be a gain of six and bring up second down and four. At the six. So six for a touchdown, four for a first down. First minute of the second quarter. Roll in motion. Fake the jet sweep. Quarterback draw up the middle. Flores has the first down at the two, inside the two. It's going to be a gain of four there for Zane. And it'll be first and goal here for Gretna. Flores, as far as running the football, he has uh, just 21 yards rushing on the season. So you don't see that come very often. Not as much as maybe you would see Pearson, who actually leads this Carney High football team. Third down. Well, they're going to say it's third down. I thought he easily had that. Third down and one. So they're going to have to get another yard here. And they will have a halfback pass back over to Flores. He's got the blockers out in front of him, and he gets to the one and no signal. Looks like he might be short. A little two-yard pass that time from Trevor Marshall back to Flores. 
And it'll be first and goal at the whisker. They're just a whisker out of that end zone. And again, this is a team that doesn't line up and play power football. So it'll be first and goal inside the one. Signaling the play in here. Sometimes it's a little different if you don't line up under center. They finally get the play in with Huber flanking Flores out of that pistol formation. He's standing all the way back at the six. They give it to Huber straight up the middle. There's nowhere to go. They get him behind the line of scrimmage and throw him backwards. The Bearcats led by Ndugwa again. So Huber may have even lost a half a yard. Let's see where they finally put this ball down. Still on the one. He lost about a half, but on the stat sheet, it's just no gain. Second down and goal at the one. Again, they had trouble in the red zone trying to run it the last time. Now they go empty backfield. Got to watch Flores on the quarterback draw here. Second and goal at the one. Now they'll send a man in motion. Flores quarterback draws into the end zone. As Joe Roll was in motion and Flores just took it straight up the middle for the touchdown. And Gretna on top 13 to nothing with 9-16 remaining here in this first half of play. Again, Pleasanton a winner tonight, 46-30 over Why Not. Thank all the folks that listened to that when that game kind of was put away. We decided to switch here and bring you Carney and Gretna. So thanks to all those as we bring you as much football as we can. The extra point kick this time is on the way, and it is good from Conan. And our five points bank touchdown, a one-yard run, but quarterback Zane Flores, 9-16 to go first half. Gretna 14, Carney nothing. Ryan Redinger would like to wish all of the Kearney area athletes good luck in their competition this week. As the owner of O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home, Ryan knows that everyone's game of life comes to an end someday, and he wants you to know that he and his staff are here to create healing moments for you and your loved ones. The staff at O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home knows a loving event celebrates the choices they made, the relationship you shared, and honors their memory. Give them a call today at 308 234 35 Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. Another pooch kick here that Carney will field at the 20 and bring up to the 25-yard line. The up man, the blocking back, is Trent Buescher, and uh, he got hit. Molina was coming up, but Trent says, I got it. And actually, that time, Gretna didn't have a whole lot of penetration coming down, and just the one man there, Marcus, uh, was able to get through there and knock him down. So Carney takes over. Gretna, 10 first downs. Carney, none. Carney, three yards rushing, four yards passing. This is their third series of the ball game. They'll get Weiss out of the backfield, throw it to him behind the line of scrimmage. It's complete. He gets to the 25. He gets to the 30. He rolls out to about the 32-yard line. Again, the line of scrimmage was the 26, but they threw it backwards. And that is a run for Parker Weiss. They're going to give him a six yards on that one. Most of the folks will put that down as a pass, but that was behind the line of scrimmage. Always dangerous because 
any kind of a bobble there, and it's considered a fumble. Caden Miller splits out wide to the right. Shaw is in the slot right. Now they put him in motion from right to left, giving him trips to the short side. Handed off to Parker Weiss following his blockers off that short side, and he'll land on a Gretna Dragon at the 35-yard line. That's a gain of three more. Third down and short here for the Bearcats. They need about a yard and a little more. Not even a yard and a half. If they get the yard and a half, they'll have the first down. But we're moving along here on KXPN Carney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Don't forget Sutton North Platte St. Pat's is currently airing on the breeze. We have Adam Central Wayne on ESPN 1550. Hastings and Omaha Ron Colley on 1230 KHAS. Arcadia Loop City and Stanton playing on Power 99. Third and one, they'll spread it out with trips to the wide side. Quarterback follow. Pearson gets the first down, but not by much. He gets to the two-yard mark that he needed. And then Corbin Nicolite was able to wrap him up. Keaton Suchek is the leading tackler on this team. He's a man out there. So Pearson's able to get two. And Carney will have their first first down of the ball game at the 7.55 mark of quarter number one, two, excuse me, 14 to nothing for Gretna. Two touchdowns and a missed field goal from 29 yards out. Pearson, they haven't taken a shot down the field, but he had one chance to do that and underthrew Miller. Option. He is drilled off to Weiss. Weiss just trying to get back to the line of scrimmage. They get him down around the knees and he able to leap forward to about the 39-yard line. Picking up a one-yard run that time is Parker Weiss, but Pearson just got leveled when he pitched that ball away. But he's okay. He pops up, gets over to the sidelines. I want to thank our many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school football, including Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches, and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Split out wide to the right is Miller. Here comes a blitz option into that blitz. Pitch to Weiss at the 45 and an ankle tackle. Got him tripped up at the 48-yard line by Keaton Suchek. Carney will come back to that play right there, ladies and gentlemen. They blitzed. Carney ran right into that blitz and pick up nine yards out to the 48-yard line and move the chains again here for the Bearcats on the Parker Wise nine-yard game. So they're bringing pressure. Gretna is on Preston Pearson. Carney has not been able to get much pressure so far on quarterback Zane Flores. Six and a half to go here in the first half. 14-0 Gretna. Now they will split out. Miller and Shaw to the wide side left. Single to the right side. That's where Glance the tight end. Quarterback keeper off the left side. Pearson looking for some room. He got a yard and he's wrapped up there by Jake Lucas. Lucas 6'1", 260. He's been on a couple of tackles already. So Pearson with one. And this is one of those that looks like Carney's going to keep pounding those same plays, hoping to get one free. They've been close, but we have seen a couple of nice tackles by the defensive line for the Gretna Dragons. Again, Pleasanton a winner today, 46-30, so that game is over. Thanks to everyone that tuned in for that ball game. Earlier today, Kearney Catholic, a 41-0 win over Shadron. Auburn leading Battle Creek at the half, 13-7. If Auburn wins, it'll be a 4-5 matchup in Kearney next Friday. Second and nine, Pearson stays in the pocket, throws it out here in the flat, complete, getting by a tackle to the 40 for a first down for the Bearcats to the 39 is Shaw, a gain of 10. So Pearson hitting Alex Shaw. That's just the second completed ball here of this first half. But it's enough to move the chains here for Carney. And so they've got a drive going to the Gretna 39-yard line. See how much time they can chew up 
get one in the end zone here. Pearson rolls left, design roll towards the sideline, and he hits Miller inside the 30 at the 28. How about another first down? That's a gain of 11. So Carney starting to find what they were finding last week with that short pass game. Trying to open up things with that run. And just not letting get him anybody behind him. Carney's sitting down in that 5-6 and in that case 10-yard range. So the Bearcats on the move. Started at their own 26-yard line. They are now at the 27 of Gretna. First down and 10. Pearson long count. He's got pressure. He throws it out here in the flat again. Completed the 22, and this time there is not a missed tackle in the open field as Clay Kelly comes out there and finishes things off, it looks like. We double-check that, but it is a completed pass to the 23. So Bertrand coming into the ball game, they say, uh, hauls that one in. Bryce Bolchek. Bolchek makes the tackle. It's a gain of five. So second down and five here for Carney High. On the left hash, they'll hand it off to Weiss. Starts right, cuts back inside, inside the 20, and he's upended around the 17-yard line. Close to the first down marker, and it will be enough on a six-yard carry here for Parker Weiss. So a small, small, chunk, chunk type of drive here. One, seven, three, ten, four, eight. They're moving the ball into the red zone now. First and ten at the 17-yard line here for the Bearcats. Using those tight ends, Peter Glant opening up some holes. We talked about him last week. Pearson out of the pistol. Has time in a pocket. Fade into the corner of the end zone, and it is Caden Miller caught for the touchdown. Caden Miller from 17 yards out, able to haul it in and get the Carney Bearcats on the board as they just threw it to the back left pylon on a little flag pattern there, and Carney has cut the lead to eight, now pending the extra point from James Dakin. They don't waste any time. There's the snap. The kick is away, and it is wide left. Carney just goes too fast. They don't want that rush to get in on them, and that was hooked left. So a five-point spank touchdown is a 17-yard pass from Pearson to Miller, but the extra point no good. 4-0-1 to go. First half, Gretna 14, Carney 6. Transmission problems, sloppy or jerky shifting could be a serious hit to your pocketbook, or sometimes a simple repair is all that is needed. Maybe a solenoid or a small electronic part. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. We'll share some money-saving choices of whether to repair or replace your transmission. Two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, foreign or domestic. The only way is TBK. 2520, have an EQ or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. At Friesen Ford in Aurora, we are breaking the notion that car buy-in has to be a stressful process. Instead, we're making it a simple and easy process. Since our entire staff has you, the customer, as our first priority, but don't take our word for it, here's what our customers have said. Easiest purchase we've ever made. Awesome place to buy a car. Great service. This was a wonderful experience. Experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today. Located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off I-80 in Aurora, or anytime at FriesenFord.com. Don't forget, coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. First half stats. 
We'll take a look at the scores from around the state playoffs. Again, Grand Island and North Platte were both uh, beat up pretty good today. Adam Central downing Wayne 24-6. That's in the fourth quarter. Carney Catholic beat Shadron 41-0. Hastings leads Ron Colley 14-0 in the second quarter as Carney's ready to kick it away. And a high spinning kick that will be returnable, taken back at the six-yard line, up to the 10, 15, Alexander, 20, 25. And that ball might have come loose. There was a lot of excitement down there. But it looks like Gretna is on top of it. And the Dragons will take over at their own 27-yard line, first down and 10. Carney hasn't stopped Gretna. Two touchdowns and a field goal. And Gretna does have two timeouts, 3.55 to go. They're at the 25-yard line with Flores already over 150 yards, right at about 150 yards here in the first half, of course, aided by that 72-yard touchdown to Trevor Marshall on the third play of the game. So they'll spread it out again with the lone back, Mick Huber. And back to pass, Flores, quick one out here to the tight end in Schnell, complete at the 29, he gets up to the 30-yard line, and there is Trent Buescher again, out to the 31, they're going to give him a gain of six on the play. So second down and four, as Gretna looking to get back up by two scores here. Big extra point miss, we saw that Basically destroyed Carney in the playoffs a couple years ago at home. Got behind the eight ball. Empty backfield. They'll throw it out here for a complete wide receiver screen into the hands of Marshall. Looks for a block to the 35. He's got it out to the 38, maybe the 39-yard line. Enough for a Gretna. First down. The pass is complete from Florida to number 14. That's an eight-yard gain. Trevor Marshall. Woo, Marshall, three receptions for 98 yards in that big touchdown. He also threw a two-yard completed pass. So first and 10 at their own 39-yard line, under three minutes to go here in the half. Flores goes back to work. Empty pocket right over the middle of the field. Picked off. Picked off by Miller. He's headed the other way. 35-30, stiff arm 20. Into the end zone, Caden Miller. Hello, Bearcats. Caden Miller read it and returned it 45 yards for a Bearcat touchdown. And you can hear the Carney fans on the far sideline. Huge, huge defensive play here. Caden Miller. So we are now going to see as there is a penalty flag on the play, but it was holding on Gretna. And so the kick is good. And now will Carney go extra point, or will they immediately try to get the two-point conversion after missing the kick? With 2.44 to go, our five points bank touchdown, we call it a 45-yard pick six for Caden Miller. The first mistake of the ball game for Gretna. And Dakin will attempt the extra point. And they're going to fake it, go for two wide open in the end zone. And did Clant get it? I think he did, yes. Put up the one big paw and hauled it in. Man, that pass was a little off the mark from Pearson. And I hope that's Peter Glenn over there. If it's not, it's Logan Trampy. They have swarmed him, uh, swarmed him so bad. Wasn't expecting to see that. 
And what a play. So the two-point conversion is good. And we are tied at 14 here on ESPN. With all the uncertainty around soybean trait availability this year, take the worry out of it as Aurora Cooperative has you covered. As genetics first, traits second is our motto, you can be sure we have your back with a good supply of the right genetics paired with all three trait packages, Enlist, Extend, and Extend Flex. Whichever trait is the right fit for your acres, Aurora Cooperative has the right protection with the right flexibility on controlling weeds and maximizing yield. Contact your local Aurora Cooperative agronomist today to get your soybean seed acres booked. Aurora Cooperative, tougher together, we know your roots. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, That's where we always go. So back to return it. Marshall and Sedlachik. How? Wow. Wow, 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 wow. What a job by Gretna to get up 14-0. Could have been 17-0. And now Carney, Within the last three minutes, has tied the ball game, and they will boot this one away. High, high, returnable kick, perfectly placed at the three. Faked the end around. Said Lachik up to the 10, to the 15, to the 20, and then he's hit hard at the 22-yard line. And that's where it will end up. Parker Wise over to make the tackle. And uh, first down and 10 here for Gretna. So they have two timeouts, 237. I don't think Flores is going to get shook by the pick six. He's way too good. But, man, what a change here in this football game. It was all Gretna when they were up 14-0. Then Carney put together a 74-yard drive, six first downs, and then the pick six. And remember, the Bearcats will get the ball to start the third quarter. If they can get a stop here, they're going to have all the momentum going into the second half. Trips to the wide side, handed off to Huber, looks for a hole. There is not one. He has stood up and driven backwards. And once again, Buescher is having a heck of a ball game. There is somebody over there that is missing up on what's going on for this football team on the offensive line. And they'll give him a gain of a half a half a yard. So we'll call it second down and nine. For Gretna, under two minutes to go. Wants to throw over the middle. It's picked off again. And it's Caden Miller again. But this time he had to slide. So he's down. Are they going to call it incomplete? Oh, they're going to call it incomplete. And the Carney sideline is going to lose their mind. It was out ahead of the intended receiver, Marshall. Caden Miller sled to the ground. Here and Carney's going to use a timeout. 
They're wise. A minute 40 to go. They'll have two remaining and get the football. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Things are changing here on ESPN Radio. We're tied at 14. The Bearcats will get the ball when we return. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Don't forget the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com and nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl winner will be listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com, brought to you by B&B Carpet in Kearney, and tomorrow's it. So get those nominations in. A lot of Bearcats and football, volleyball, even from cross country and softball earlier this month. So ready to put the football away is Marshall. The left-footed line drive kick. Miller takes it out of the air at the 40. Left sideline, 45-50. He's got room. 40. Breaks a tackle at the 30. Still on his feet at the 25 and brought down at the 23-yard line. Tremendous return by Caden Miller. A 36-yard punt that time by Marshall, but it was a line drive picked out of the air at the 40, and Miller is able to return it farther than the punt went. They're at the 23-yard line. A 37-yard return, and now already probably in field goal range here for James Dakin. Carney has two timeouts, first and 10 at the 23-yard line. A minute 27 to go here in quarter number two. The Ravenna Sanitation halftime report is coming up. So Miller, who's now had a huge second quarter, is wide left. Shaw in the slot, twins to the right side as well. And they'll run option to the short side. Pearson, the quarterback, will keep it and fall forward to the 21-yard line. Clock continues to run, a gain of two. Carney might just try a pass here to the end zone. If they don't get it, set up the field goal. That's kind of the way they play chess over there once in a while on the Bearcats' sideline. Gretna fans hoping that their defense can hold. But, man, you saw what Ohio State did to Nebraska last week, scored right at the end of the second and started the third. Carney could do it here and really change the complexion of this game. Second and eight at the 21. Pearson, pop pass, and it got deflected at the line of scrimmage trying to get it to Alex Shaw. So that'll bring up third down and eight. Stop the clock with 47 seconds to go here in the third. Second quarter of play, 14-14. Gretna was up 14-0, had 10 first downs to Carney's none after the first quarter. Carney has six first downs to Gretna's one. The big play, the Cade Miller pick six from 45 yards out. Thought he had another one, but kind of in the end, it didn't matter. They forced him to punt, and Miller had just as good a return as the punt, so they're right where they would have been or even better had they had that interception, just not quite as much time on the clock. Play clock at three. Carney better hustle. They do. Pearson sets in the pocket to the end zone and just overthrowing Miller. It was a stop and go. He was five yards behind his defensive back in Volchek. And Pearson overshot him. And now a field goal attempt, I believe, will be coming up from James Dakin. This would be a 39-yard attempt from the left hash to put Carney up with 41 seconds to go before halftime. 
Taking a solid kicker. Now needs to find a way to knock this one home, take advantage of the turnover, and take a lead into the halftime locker room. Pearson, the holder, we're ready to go. And the snap. The kick is away. It's a high kick. It's got the leg, and it looks good. And it is. So a 39-yard field goal from Dakin with 36 seconds remaining in the first half, and Carney has scored 17 in a row. The Bearcats 17, the Gretna Dragons 14 on ESPN Radio. In this moment, who has your back? Do you know the name of your insurance agent? Does your insurance agent know your name? Or would you call an 800 number that connects you with who? Another state? Another country? Instead, contact Barney Insurance, your local independent agent with auto owner's insurance. Barney Insurance. Trusted people who you can call when bad stuff happens. In this moment, get an agent who will protect you in that moment. Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue N and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. Pop-up kick taken by Alexander at the 11-yard line. He muffed it. He picked it back up straight ahead to the 15 and brought down at the 17. Good job of kicking off there for uh, Carney High. Just popping that one in the air and not allowing much of a return. Dakin can hit it deep if he needs to. He can squib it, but they just decided to pop that up with the dynamic Jackson Alexander and Trevor Marshall as the return man. Will Gretna take a shot here? They have two timeouts, only 31 seconds, not much of a field goal type of team, but they hit the 72-yarder, and you know Flores can check it out there, looking at those wristbands, so there's not going to be a kneel down here. Could still hand it off to Huber, who is in the backfield. They'll send roll in motion. They'll give it to him on the jet sweep. Gets to the corner at the 20, try to strip the football, and still on his feet to the 25, and then clocked out of bounds. So they stopped the clock here with 23 seconds. Carney tried to strip the football, forgot to make the tackle, rolled and go out of bounds, and he scooted up the field for a first down here to the 28-yard line. A gain of 10 for Joe on his second carry of the football game. But still a long way away from the end zone. But it is 72 yards, the length of the first touchdown pass of the ball game. Carney's got to make sure nobody gets behind him, obviously. Back to pass, Flores. Quick little pass tipped at the line of scrimmage. Looked like, once again, it may have been Indugua back there that got a fingertip on it. So it will be incomplete and bring up second down and 10. Again, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming up. 20 seconds to go before half. Carney 17, Gretna 14. The winner is going, I mean, you don't even have to look at the score. The winner is going to take on Bellevue West next week. Uh, there's just, Omaha Westside's already on, and West is up on Southwest 31-7 to in the second quarter. Flores just going to hand it off here to Huber, see what he can get. Bounces outside, 35 more than he should, 40, 42, 43-yard line. It's a gain of 15 on the play for Mick Huber. That's his biggest gain of the night. Carney playing soft against the pass here. 
And is Gretna going to call the timeout? No, there's a penalty. There is a flag and a hold, apparently, on Gretna. And then that'll bring you to just taking a knee here. That is their second holding penalty of the ballgame. Only 12 and a half seconds left. They might take a shot, but after an interception and a near pick, you sure don't want that to happen again. So do you throw the home run ball a couple of times, or you just hand it off and get out of here? I think they just showed by handing it off to Mick Huber, they wanted to hand it off and get out of here. It's still only a three-point game. They'll hand it to Huber again, and Peter Glant gets to him in the backfield and drags him down after about a four-yard game. So Huber does pick up four, but that'll be the end of the first half of play. It was all Gretna in the first quarter. Carney took over in the second quarter with 17 unanswered points. Your score at the half, the Carney Bearcats 17, the Gretna Dragons 14. This is the Class A State Football Playoffs on ESPN Radio, brought to you in part by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters located in Hastings and Sutton. Amigos Mexi Fries and Famous Ranch Dressing are a number one duo that everyone in Nebraska can agree on. No vote needed. Now until Election Day, just to make your days happier, Amigos is giving you a free side of ranch with every order of Mexi Fries. That's right, free ranch with Mexi Fries until November 3rd. Don't forget to vote. And don't forget to enjoy fan-favorite Mexi Fries with Famous Ranch. Only at Amigos. This ad has been sponsored and paid for by Amigos, working to bring joy to October. Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of all area athletes and would like to wish them good luck in their competition. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Good luck, athletes. And welcome back to Gretna. Thanks to Matt, Mike, Kevin, the gang here, the athletic department, the IT folks at Gretna for their hospitality as we are ready for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. It's Carney 17 and Gretna 14. In Class A from earlier today, as we go to our Platte River Prep scoreboard, two finals. Omaha Westside, the number two seed, took care of Grand Island 45-3. And the seven seed, Lincoln East, beat North Platte 42-0, so East will play Westside. In the second quarter, Bellevue West leading Lincoln Southwest 31-7. So Bellevue West will get the winner of this game. And then in the second quarter, Millard South up on Millard West 21-0. Just kicking off late games here at 8 o'clock. Creighton Prep against Millard North, Elkhorn South against Fremont, and Lincoln Southeast against Columbus. In Class B, Plattsmouth is able to hold off McCook 13-9. Elkhorn rolled Omaha Gross 53-7. Halftime scores. Number one, Bennington leading Seward 35-6. It is Beatrice 21, the fourth seed Norris 14. Also at the half, Waverly 28, Blair nothing. And Grand Island Northwest here in the Metro leads defending champ Omaha Scott at the half, 7-6. to six. In the second quarter, it's Hastings 21, Omaha Ron Colley nothing on 1230 AM KHAS. And Aurora has already jumped out to a 20-3 lead on Scott's Bluff as they move towards the second quarter there. In C1 earlier today here on ESPN Radio, Carney Catholic 
shutout Shadron, 41 to nothing, the second straight shutout for the Hiscarney Catholic defense. They will take on Auburn or Battle Creek, and Auburn has scored again. They lead Battle Creek 19 to 7 in the fourth quarter. So if Auburn wins, that game will be at Miles Field next Friday. Also in the fourth quarter, Gothenburg and Lincoln Christian are tied at 21. Final from earlier today, Wahoo, the defending champion, sends Mitchell all the way back across the state, 34-14, Wahoo. Here's an interesting one, Pierce and West Point Beamer, 14-14, as they play in the second quarter. At the half, undefeated in top seed Ashland Greenwood, only a 14-7 lead over Loganview. St. Paul is shutting out Kozad, 26-0, and that game is also at half. Moving into C2, finals from today, Ord defeats Bishop Newman, 38-14. Hardington Cedar Catholic goes out to Bridgeport and posts a 21-0 victory. At the half, on the breeze, 94.5, it is Sutton, 16, North Platte, St. Pat's, nothing. And also at the half, Aquinas, 13, Norfolk Catholic, 10. In the second quarter, Oakland Craig, 30, Crofton, 7, Utan 28, Centura, 6. Some games from uh, earlier today in Class C2. Grand Island Central Catholic at the half, trailing Wilbur Claytonia. That's just went to the half 26-7. to So those are your C2 scores. Moving on to eight-man for the first time in a number of years. Now the eight-man staying on Friday nights. In Class D1, we've got a lot of finals. The number one seed, Tri-County, over Laurel Concord, 40-12. to They will take on Weeping Water, a 36-32 winner over Lutheran High Northeast. In the fourth quarter on Power 99, Stanton has pulled away. They lead Arcadia Loop City 42-14. They have scored the last 35 points. In fact, I think they had a two-point conversion, the last 36 points in that game. So it looks like Stanton will get Dundee County Stratton. Dundee County beat Lords. Central Catholic out in Nebraska City, 48-30. to That is a final. Other finals, Burwell over Howells Dodge, 50-14. to Neely Oakdale outscored Highline, the Elwood-Eustis-Farnham uh, Co-op, 72-50. to Cross County over Cambridge, 54-16. to And in the second quarter, it is Nebraska Christian, 22, and Elm Creek, 16. The winner of that game will play Cross County. In D2, you heard Pleasanton beat Wynot earlier today here on ESPN Radio by a final score of 46-30. to Pleasanton is going to get Sandhill Steadford again, the only team to beat them. Uh, Sandhill Steadford leading Loomis 48-8 to in the fourth quarter. Fall City Sacred Heart beat Creighton 54-28. to Humphrey St. Francis in a shootout leads Osceola in the fourth quarter 46-38. to Central Valley outscores Medicine Valley 79 to 42. Kennesaw on the road rolls Allen 64 to 20. Kennesaw is going to get the only team that's beaten them, Bruning Davenport Shickley, but they'll have to go to BDS. BDS a 44-14 lead over Ansley Litchfield in the fourth quarter. O'Neill St. Mary's 28-24 over Bloomfield. That is also in the fourth quarter. So we've got some really good games here on this uh, round of 16. In six-man football, the top seed Arthur County defeats Pawnee City 55-8. Sterling over Southwest 54-6. McCool Junction, the three seed, but the number one team rolls Parkview Christian 83-24. Cody Kilgore shuts out Stewart 30-0. At the half, it is SEM 16, Paxton 12, Potter Dix 40, 
Wallace 22. In the second quarter, Red Cloud 20, Dorchester 14. The only score we don't have is the Spalding Academy Creek Valley contest. If you happen to have an update on Spalding Academy Creek Valley, we'd love to hear from you. Of course, that's going on out in the panhandle. And uh, the uh, phone number, 308-646-0506. 308-646-0506. Again, here at the half, it is Carney High 17, Gretna 14 on ESPN Radio. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Well, we weren't able to have a pregame here tonight because of our coverage of Pleasanton and Why Not. And uh, thanks to the folks up in uh, Vermilion for allowing us to bring you that football game uh, today. So we wanted to hear what Coach Brandon Cool had to say uh, about this football team, about how they played last week. Here's our interview with Kearney High Coach Brandon Cool. ESPN Radio's coverage of the State High School football playoffs continuing here in round two of Class A. Carney coming off a very impressive win against Lincoln Northeast, as many figured they should. And head coach Brandon Cool is with us. And coach went out, took care of business. I know there's a couple things you want to clean up in, in special teams and holding on to the football. But uh, what did you think of the way uh, week one went in the playoffs? Uh, went fantastic. We wanted to get off to a quick start. We were able to do that to make it 40 to nothing um, at halftime. We started with our, um, you know, our first group there in the third quarter, and then we let our young guys and JV guys kind of clean up the rest of the game. So we're healthy. Uh, it was good to us for us to get that bad taste uh, overtime loss against Elkhorn South out of our mouth, and now we're looking forward to playing uh, Gretna here tonight. When you want to get the game over with, you want to get some backups in and get some valuable experience. What did you see from that group uh, that? gave you a little bit of a smile going uh, next year, or if we need them, we're going to be okay? Well, you're rotating kids in and out. Sometimes they're seniors, so they probably won't be, they won't be back with you next year. We're just trying to – these guys put a lot of time and effort into weight room stuff and conditioning stuff and practice stuff that they deserve to get out there and get a few reps. Uh, I think our young kids, uh, we kept it pretty simple. Um, we did a good job. We had a couple big run plays in there. In fact, I think our third, fourth team running back – he might have had uh, more yards than our varsity guys did because of the we had to set the short field so many times because Northeast kept giving us the ball in a good field position and we took advantage of it. So uh, young guys, we just keep better and better, and it was a good for good for us to get some experience from a varsity perspective with those young kids for next year. Forced those four turnovers early, and Peter Glant got on a couple of them. He had the pick six. He had a fumble recovery. Uh, talk about what he has done for you on both sides of the ball. Well, he's a, he's athletic. I mean, he uh, he gives offensive lines fits because he's quick and he's athletic and he's got a lot of toughness and tenacity to him that uh, he's top to block when he plays that defensive end position. 
And then from a tight end perspective, he does a good job. He's athletic that he can we can get him out on the perimeter to block uh, outside backers. It's a good job of uh, down blocking on some defensive ends or some inside linebackers. And he's exactly the type of uh, kid you want at that defensive end and tight end position. You're going to be taking out a Gretna team here that is a little different than some teams. Uh, there's no secret what they want to do. They step back and they throw the football the majority of the game as opposed to wanting to run the football. What are the challenges that they give you here? Well, I think the key is you listen to last year's Gretna team or you read about last year's Gretna team and you're starting a freshman quarterback. My goodness, you guys got a long ways to go. And then you watch this kid. He's a sophomore this year, and you're going, whoa. There's a reason why he started as a freshman because his kid is pretty good. He's accurate with the football. He knows where the football needs to go. He's got good receivers on the outside uh, that have a bunch of yards and a bunch of touchdowns. And then they got some couple inside receivers that got some good foot speed and some height. And so uh, in the passing game, you're going to have to find a way to uh, pressure him. You're going to have to make him move a little bit. You're going to have to do some things that uh, keep him a little bit uncomfortable. And then at the end of it, you got to find a way to stop the run because uh, they match up pretty well with us up front. they got a couple big kids in there, but the size-wise, I think we match up really well with them. And uh, in the game of high school, especially in playoff football, you must stop the run. And so that's what we're going to have to do to survive from a defensive perspective. Carney, hi, football coach Brandon Cool with us here. Uh, what about that dynamic duo in Marshall and Alexander of wide receivers? Is it what they do? Is it what Flores does? Is it what the line does to give them time? Because uh, they've had a lot of stories written about them this year. Yeah, no, they, first of all, he has great protection. Um, and then you throw the running back in there, so you have plenty of protection, especially if you're going three down or four down. Depends on how defenses are attacking them. Uh, Receiver-wise, those guys can shake and bake a little bit on the perimeter, and they're just getting one-on-one opportunities, and they're just beating the corners or beating the safeties on certain routes. And then you have a quarterback that can throw the ball where it needs to be thrown at, and those kids aren't afraid to go up and get it. So, uh, again, we're going to have our hands full. Usually you have one guy you got to be concerned about, but we got multiple guys uh, in the receiving core that we got to keep our, keep our eyes on. On the flip side, Brandon, we touched on the passing game of you guys a little bit last week, but when uh, Preston is perfect, 10 for 10, three touchdowns, can't ask much more than that. What a fantastic uh, scenario for him. And uh, I think the key is is we kind of we have a package that we feel pretty comfortable with, and uh, he likes throwing those inside seams or inside slants. And, uh, and then once in a while, we like to throw that deep ball, and obviously we've been trying to hit it to Kate Miller probably most of the time, which we're going to have to have that continuous – uh, connection here throughout the playoffs. Uh, but Preston does a great job. And we probably didn't run him near as much against Lincoln Northeast as we've done in the past. And so look for Preston to continue to guide our offense uh, the way it should be guided. In other sports, there's starting to be a little history with Gretna, basketball, baseball, some things like that. There really isn't any in football. Uh, how does that pr- make a challenge here when you don't really know Coach Kale? You're not familiar except for film with what this team does. Yeah, that is a tough, tough situation. You, you play the North Platts and you play the Grand Islands at the freshman and the sophomore and the JV level, and so you have a little bit of an idea of what their personnel is. You know how they're going to attack you offensively and defensively, and they're going to have a couple wrinkles in for you. But when you play a team like Gretna, well, we've never played them. Their staff is fairly new. They've been there for, uh, I think the head coach has been there, like this is the second or third year. And so we don't know how they're going to defend some of the formations or some of the shifts or some of the motions that we do. We don't know how they're going to blitz on, you know, down and distance scenarios. You can look at all the film and get all the data and all the stats from it. 
But when you play a certain opponent, you always have certain wrinkles in. And then from them, from an offensive perspective, um, you know, they've seen us play against the Bellevue West and the uh, Omaha West Sides and the Elkhorn South. And so they're going to have a couple of wrinkles on how they can attack uh, with their passing game. They're going to try to run the ball. They're going to try to establish the run. Um, but we don't know how they're going to attack us from a formation perspective and see if they can't outflank us on one side or the other. All right, Coach, best of luck. Let's get this one and uh, head back next week. Appreciate it. Thanks for your coverage. That's Brandon Cool, head coach here, Carney Bearcats, back with more on ESPN Radio after this. That's Carney Bearcat coach. Brandon Cool had a chance to talk with him uh, yesterday, and of course, we didn't have the pregame, so I wanted to have you have a chance to hear what he had to say as well. At the half, Carney's 17 to 14 over Gretna. Although Gretna's had the time of possession and much more yardage, a pick six, the difference in this football game. Let's go ahead and take a look at the unofficial numbers. First off for Gretna, Mick Huber, 10 carries, 32 yards. Joe Roll, 2 carries, 14 yards. Quarterback Zane Flores, 4 carries, 5 yards, and a touchdown. Again, Flores has 21 yards coming in to the football game on the season rushing. He is a thrower. So 14 carries, 51 yards for Gretna. But Flores through the air. Kind of cooled down those last two series. On his final five passes, he was one of five with an interception. Before that, he was 12 of 14 with a touchdown. 13 of 19, one interception, one touchdown, 181 yards in the first half. The big one, the 72-yarder on the opener to uh, Trevor Marshall. I have Marshall with three receptions for 99 yards, Alexander three receptions for 28 yards, Schnell three receptions for 23 yards, and they've thrown it to Roll, and they've thrown it to the back Huber and a couple of other places out there. So 181 through the air, 51 on the ground, 232 yards of total offense, 12 first downs in this first half, one punt of 36 yards that was returned 37, an interception for a touchdown, the only turnover of the game, two holding penalties for 20 yards. For Carney High, Parker Weiss, six carries, 27 yards. Quarterback Preston Pearson, five carries, six yards, and that's it. 11 rushing attempts for 33 yards for Carney. Through the air, Pearson has put it up eight times. He's completed five of those, including a 17-yarder to Caden Miller that got Carney on the board at the 401 mark. He's got 47 yards through the air, 33 on the ground. Carney only has 80 yards of offense in the first half. Six first downs. They had zero first downs. And they had eight yards of offense in the first quarter. So it was all second quarter stuff here. Uh, Miller has three receptions for 32 yards. Shaw has one catch for 10 yards. Two punts from Pearson, uh, two totally different. One was 24. The second one he got a lot of roll on, but it was a 53-yarder and one penalty for five yards. And that brings us to your halftime score of 17-14 Carney High. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report for quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business. Contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next. Trotter Fertilizer and Service of Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes and wish them good luck in the competition. Stop in and talk to the experts at Trotter Fertilizer and Service of Pleasanton for everything you need to keep your farm rolling and your crops growing, including chemicals and fertilizer. Trotter Fertilizer and Service in Pleasanton. Good luck, Bulldogs. Friendly service every time. Quality is what you'll find where your neighbors and your friends go see Trotter. 
Pepco is the leading pest control company servicing commercial and residential properties in Kearney. Offering insect, rodent, and animal control will safeguard your property against damaging and unsightly intruders. We're certified and licensed by the state of Nebraska and have found long-lasting solutions for infestation since 1987. With our many years of experience, you can rely on us to protect your property. Pepco is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. The injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back to the game of life with a location near you. Because of a road game, Carney didn't bring everybody. We told you last week how Cash Roseberry had been injured uh, during a non-football activity uh, in PE class. Gretna's got a handful of guys out like Paul Kramer, Braden Cheney, uh, Jaden Sabatka is out, Jackson Bremer is also on the sidelines here. But uh, they've got a good crew, and they're ready to kick it off with John Conan. As Carney High has scored 17 in a row, they lead at 17-14. And they will be moving from our right to left. Gretna from left to right as you view it along your radio dial. Not much of a win, about six mile an hour. And Chonin, a short kick. That might go out of bounds. Carney fielded at the 30 and stepped out of bounds. Calling it in there was Brecken White, the up man. They were just trying to place that. White should have let it go out of bounds. Not that it's going to make more than about four yards worth of difference. He caught it and put that back foot to plant, and he stepped out of bounds on the Gretna sideline. So it'll be first down and 10, Carney at the 30-yard line, leading it 17-14. to 14. The winner will get Bellevue West next Friday. They're leading Lincoln Southwest 38-7 as they get to halftime. So let's see what the Bearcats can do. The Gretna fans trying to fire their team up. As Pearson stays out of the pistol set, he'll fake it and follow it on the short side. Has room, 35 to the 40. He drags a defender with him and is brought down by Riley Engenberger after he gets the first down across the 40 out to the 42-yard line. Pearson, a 12-yard run. That is the best run of the night for the Bearcats, who have not run it all that much. As we said, Pearson and Wise now six times each in this football game. But they haven't had the ball that much. That pick six really changed things up, obviously, and the complexion of this game. And a big punt return gave them a short field where they made the field goal. First and ten Bearcats. In motion is Altwine. Now they send him out of the backfield. Pearson looking, looking, wheel route covered. Nowhere to throw it. Now goes and dumps it underneath, and it's complete. Nice job coming back to handle the ball. Miller as he's covered there by Bryce Wolchek in Gretna territory at the 48-yard line. Give the offensive line credit that time. Schnocker, Kraus, Van Winkle, Brummer, Grassmeyer, especially on that left side with Kraus and Grassmeyer. They give Pearson the most time he's had tonight, and he was able to string the play along, get a nine-yard gain. That'll bring up second down and one. In Gretna territory, the opening drive, and they've only used 39 seconds. Blitz coming from Gretna. Quarterback keeper off the left side. Room 45-40. Good block. Pearson to the 30. He's into the secondary 20. They miss a block at the 15 to the 10. And he's brought down at the 7-yard line by Mark Staley. The touchdown saving tackle. But a 42-yard run by Preston Pearson sets up first and goal for Carney High. And there must have been something that the Bearcats saw upstairs with the coaches because they've kept it in the hands of Pearson here a couple of times, and he's had two nice runs. First and goal just outside the five is where they will officially mark it. The Bearcats on the move in the opening minute here of quarter number three. 
looking to take a two-score lead. Pearson fakes it to Weiss, keeps it himself. He gets to the two, to the one, and then they shove him backwards, making that last-moment tackle. Mick Huber, he started to lunge, and that's when Huber wrapped his arms up, didn't let him extend. And so it's second and goal at the one-yard line here. For Carney, the leading tackler, Keaton Suchek, returns to the ball game. Corbin Nicolite, two not overly tall but stout linebackers that you wouldn't want hitting you in the open field. And again, Carney also doesn't like to get under center here, so first and goal at one becomes a little something different. It's second and goal at the one. Pearson follows Weiss off the right side, and Preston Pearson is into the end zone for a Carney touchdown. So each quarterback for Gretna and Kearney have a one-yard touchdown run, and the Bearcats go 70 yards in a minute and 48 seconds and now lead it 23-14 to on our five-points bank touchdown. Five-points bank, the better bank. Preston Pearson followed Parker Weiss off the right guard there and tackled a Van Winkle and Schnocker. Now the extra point kick. Missed one already, then got a two-pointer, but this one is good by Dakin. And so the Class A playoffs continue here on ESPN Radio. The Kearney Bearcats 24, the Gretna Dragons 14. Ryan Redinger would like to wish all of the Kearney area athletes good luck in their competition this week. As the owner of O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home, Ryan knows that everyone's game of life comes to an end someday. And he wants you to know that he and his staff are here to create healing moments for you and your loved ones. The staff at O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home knows a loving event celebrates the choices they made, the relationship you shared, and honors their memory. Give them a call today at 308-234-3500. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. The state football playoffs on ESPN Radio and Platte River Radio brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. James Dakin has it teed up here for Carney after the touchdown. And he will pop this up in the air. That's a well-placed kick. Marshall takes it in the end zone. He kind of danced. I think he wanted to be in the end zone. I mean, nobody ever says that as a return man, but it just got into the end zone. And Gretna will take over at their own 20-yard line. And let's see what Carney dials up defensively here. Again, they didn't get a whole lot of pressure on quarterback Zane Flores, but as that second quarter wore on, he started to miss a few. After that interception, he was one of four for a yard. He started the game 12 of 14, touchdown, had 180 yards. So let's see what the sophomore can do here. Zane Flores, his first snap of the third quarter, rolls to his right, throws underneath here, looking for his second favorite wide receiver in Trevor Marshall, who was right behind Jackson Alexander, but covered well on the sideline by Jack Johnson and Alex Shaw. It falls incomplete. And if Gretna can't throw the ball, they can't win the game. Uh, Huber is a nice running back, but they are not a running football team. Stops the clock with 10.07 to go. Here in the third quarter, 24-14, Doug Duda, our producer engineer, Grant Ty, on this Friday night 
as they hand it to Huber. Off the left side, steps over a would-be tackler, puts his hand on the ground to the 25, and he keeps his balance out to the 30. After he got tripped up at the line of scrimmage, he made seven more yards. They're going to give him the 31. That's an 11-yard carry, and that'll be the best for Mick Huber of the night. First down for Gretna. And they need something to get back in this football game after the great start in the first quarter and a half. Trips to the right side, ball right in the middle of the field. They'll hand it to Huber. Stretch play right side, looking for blocks, gets to the 35 and dives out to the 36. He's going to get about five more there. That's good patient running by the junior, Mick Huber. Came in just under 360 yards rushing on the season. Altwine among those over there on the tackle. Peter Glantz on that side. Of course, right in the middle defensively, Caden Johnson is in there. And... Colton Urich has had himself a heck of a ball game. I think we were saying Buescher earlier. They have made that change. Flores under pressure tries to throw it down the sideline. They're going to say no catch for Trevor Marshall at the Kearney 42-yard line. Boy, it was in his hands, but they're going to say that he stepped out of bounds. That negates about a 20-yard gain. Obviously, the Gretna fans don't like that. They need something good to happen. And Flores was able to get it right in front of the Gretna sideline. I don't see a whole lot of jumping up and down from the Gretna coaches here, so they must have agreed with the call. Third down and five for the Dragons at their own 36. They trail 24-14. Their opening possession of the third quarter after the Bearcats went right down the field. Here comes a blitz up the middle, low snap, trouble. Flores, backside screen, gets it to Marshall, has a block, has the first down, no! He is upended there by Alex Shaw at the 41. He needed to get past the 41. That's going to be a gain of five, and he needed five and a half. So fourth down and short in your own territory. I would think Gretna would go for it. Fans want him to measure this is not a first down. And the referee looking to the far sideline. They'll probably bring the chains in. Gretna probably wants him to maybe set up the play. And our chain gang is coming in. Just like Carney Towing and Repair would do for you if you were stranded on the side of the road, no matter where, they'll get you home. I would be extremely surprised if this is a first down. We can't even see it because of the players in the way here for Gretna, but he's got to be about a quarter of a yard short. Nope. <laughs> well, okay, and now as I see where they spotted the ball, the original spot had the nose of the football touching the 41. Here, the nose of the football was past the 41, so they reset the ball in there somewhere. Nonetheless, first down here for Gretna. And they'll move the chains. Out to the 41-yard line. And don't have to worry about trying to convert third and short. Trips to the left, ball on the right hash. On the right side here is Trevor Marshall. Back to pass, looking deep down the middle. And the ball is going to be incomplete, trying to get it to Schnell. It didn't come out of his hands very well. It was low the whole way, and just kind of like he threw a rock that time, and it falls incomplete down to the 35-yard line. Second and 10 at their own 41. Let's keep you up to date on what is going on in the state football playoffs. Fourth quarter, Millard South 21, Millard West nothing. Elkhorn South leads Fremont 7-0 in the second quarter. They had a late start. There were three 8 o'clock starts here tonight in Class A. 
We'll look at B and Moore here in a second. Right now, second and 10, Gretna. Marshall in motion, giving them trips to the wide side. Down the line of scrimmage, they throw it to Marshall. Looks for the block, really didn't get one, but a stiff arm breaks a tackle at the 45 across midfield into Kearney territory. That should be close to the first down. They mark him out of bounds at the 49-yard line of the Bearcats. And they might have to eye it again. This is very close, right at the marker. And to say it's a nine-yard gain, apparently. So it'll be second down and, or third down and one, because it was incomplete on first. So third and one. Marshall's a physical player. Both these wide receivers got a little something to them. Marshall listed at 6'2", 205 at the beginning of the year. Alexander, 6'1", 195. They're bigger than that now. Third and a half yard. Bobbled the snap and handed off to Huber. He goes off left side, easily gets the first down. He's still on his feet, the 45-44. He's going to pick up five yards on the play. And Huber moves the sticks. That's the fourth first down on this drive for Gretna. So kind of the opposite of what we saw in the first half. Carney went right down the field. Now a methodical opening drive for Gretna. 24-14 Bearcats, 8-20 and counting here in quarter number three. Bennington leads Seward 42-6 in the fourth quarter. Flores hands to Huber. Out around the right side. Gets to the hash mark. Cuts it up to the 40. Jumps into the air. Urich's going to upend him at the 39. Going to be a gain of five more here. So trying to establish the ground game and then maybe go back to the air. In other Class B games, Plattsmouth beat McCook 13-9. Elkhorn over Omaha grows 53-7 in the third quarter. Hastings shutting out Ron Colley. 28 to nothing. Look at some other scores. Aurora 40 to 3 over Scott's Bluff at the half. We need some updates on a few others. We'll get to you. Flores back to pass. Throws it out here to Alexander, who came back on the wide receiver in route. Caught it at the 40 and dove forward for a short gain. Alexander going to pick up a couple. Maybe only got a couple on the play. That's what they're going to say. So it'll be third down. And we'll call it three yards to go. At the 37 of the Bearcats, coming into the ball game is Blake Moore, a sophomore wide out. That's going to give him five wide because Huber is coming out of the ball game. Slot right is going to be Joe Roll. Wide right here is going to be Alexander. Molina had to get over there to cover him. Third down, they will send Roll in motion. Will they jet sweep it? No. Quarterback draw up the middle and hit at the 35 and falling forward for the 34. Should be enough for the quarterback, Flores. Good stick in there made by Cave Van Winkle, but he was able to fall forward and get what should be the first down. Again, they have not moved the sticks yet, and now the indication for the first down. So a three-yard gain by Flores, three carries, eight yards, and he does have the one-yard touchdown run. And the drive continues here for Gretna. He started at their own 20. Flores back to pass. Three-step drop out to the right flat here. Completed the 30, but Alexander is brought down immediately by Shaw at the 26-yard line. It's a nice seven- to eight-yard gain on it. They're going to officially say seven. So the last five catches by Marshall, eight, one, five, nine, seven. Hasn't taken a shot down the field lately, and you're in a perfect spot to do that here. It is second down and three at the 26-yard line. So Carney's safety is going to have to be ready. Quick snap out here in the flat. It's through the hands of Schnell and almost intercepted. It bounced off of Ndugwa. He had his hand 
caught up with one of the Gretna players after the ball went in the air, and he tried to bring it in with his left hand, and he just couldn't quite do it. Had he had both hands free, that would have been a deflected pick, but it was overthrown for Caleb Schnell. And that'll bring up third down and three. There's been only one turnover, but it was a Caden Miller 45-yard interception return with the two-point conversion. That tied it at the 244 mark. Carney was down 14-0 with five minutes to go in the first half. Scored with 401, and then the pick six at the 244 mark, and then the field goal at the 36-second mark. Plasher for Flores. He's in trouble. He's dropped way behind the line of scrimmage. Coming in on the sack. How about the big man, DeAndre Ndugwa? They're going to mark him at the 43. That's a 16-yard loss for Zane Flores. The first time that they have got to him all night. They have run a little backside wide receiver screen with Marshall a couple of times. And Carney's put pressure on him both times they've done that. This time they get to him. And boy, does that change the complexion here. It is fourth down and long. They're going to call it 18 yards to go. And so Marshall will boot it away from the Kearney 43, trying to pin the Bearcats deep. No rush at all for Kearney. Marshall with a rugby-style kick. Got a lot of that one. That's going to be at the 10, the 5, and it will go out of bounds. Great punt. Going to mark it at the 5. That's a 38-yard punt. But there is no return as it's out at the 5-yard line, and Kearney 95 yards away from Pater. The good news is they have a two-score lead, 24-14. In C1 today, Kearney Catholic Blank Shadron 41 to nothing. They'll host Auburn, who beat Battle Creek 31 to 15 in overtime. Lincoln Christian clips Gothenburg 27-24. They're going to get St. Paul, who is shutting out Kozad in the second half, 26 to nothing. Pierce, the number two seed, is tied in the third quarter with West Point Beaver 21 all. The winner gets defending champion Wahoo. Wahoo and Pierce win the finals last year. Here comes a blitz again, straight up the middle. They're going to give it to Parker Weiss and try to play safe. Not much there. He's going to push forward to the six between Schnocker and Van Winkle there. Going to be a gain of one for Weiss. And it'll be second down and nine. Adam Central leading Wayne 31-13 in the fourth. Ashland Greenwood was up 14-7 over Loganview at the half in other C1 action. In C2, Ord beat Bishop Newman 38-14. Hardington Cedar Catholic over Bridgeport 21-0. In the fourth quarter, Aquinas leads Norfolk Catholic 20-10. Sutton leading North Platte St. Pat 16-6 on the breeze, 94-5. Second and nine at their own six. Pearson in the backfield. They almost had him sacked. They jumped right over him. Pearson's able to get out of there around the right end to the 10 to the 15. He has got the first down. Jumping over the top of him was Tanner Hall. You see in movies where they time the snap and they just crush the quarterback? That looked like watching the longest yard when they knocked the helmet off. Of course, the newer one, Adam Sandler, not as good as the classic one. But Pearson ducked, Hall flew right over him. And it's a gain of nine yards there for Preston Pearson on what could have been a disaster for Carney High. And it gives him a first and ten at their own 15-yard line. Pearson, quarterback follow again off the left side. This time, nowhere to go. Three, four, five. Gretna Dragons get him in the interior line. No gain on the play for Pearson. 75 yards and a rushing touchdown for Carney tonight. He is their leading rusher on the year. 
in some eight-man action. It's all but over in D1 today. The only game still going on, Nebraska Christian and Elm Creek. Elm Creek now a 24-22 lead in the third quarter. The winner gets Cross County, a 54-16 winner over Cambridge. Neely Oakdale beat Highline 72-50. They'll play Burwell, a 50-14 winner at Howells Dodge. Dundee County Stratton over Lord Central Catholic, 48-30. They'll get Stanton, who beat Arcadia Loop City, 56-14. Carney. Tries to get one over the middle here, and it is going to be Pearson trying to get it to the middle there, to Huber, and it's going to be incomplete for Pearson. So that'll bring up third down and 10. Also, Weeping Water, Edge Lutheran High, Northeast 36-32. They'll play top seed Tri-County, a 40-12 winner over Laurel Concord Coleridge. Arcadia Loop City was up 14-6 on Stanton, and Stanton scored the final 50 tonight. Third down and 10 for the Bearcats at their own 15. Here comes the blitz. Pearson sees it over the middle. He threw it behind Cade Miller. It's deflected and picked off at the 25. Right side, 20 to the 15, to the 10, trying to stay in bounds to the 5, to the end zone. Touchdown. Mark Staley. And each team has a pick six. He led Caden Miller too far. It actually ricocheted off Jackson Alexander and found its way into the hands of Mark Staley. And here we go again with 3.32 to go in the third quarter. 24-20 Carney. It was a pick six that turned the tide in the first half. Now, what will we see here from Gretna? John Conan in to attempt the... Extra point on a 30-yard is what we'll call an interception return with 3.32 to go in this third quarter and a chance to make it a three-point game. And remember, Gretna missed a 29-yard field goal earlier. This extra point is pounded through, and it is good. A five-points bank touchdown, the first turnover for Carney. It goes right into points. A 30-yard interception returned by Mark Staley. 3.32 to go in the third. Carney 24, Gretna 21. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Blake at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they are where you are. With six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, they provide the highest quality care to everyone. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center, specializing in you. Tired of looking at your family as they stare into their phones? Why not give them something incredible to look at, like Mother Nature, while cruising around in a new or used boat from Buzz's Marine? Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer, can help you and your family unplug and de-stress in a healthy way on the water. They have sported surf boats, deck boats, fishing boats, and pontoons and triple tunes. Whatever you choose, you can't lose. Find out more today at Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer at 5th and Central Kearney, or online at Buzz's Marine. Conan puts his foot into the ball here for Gretna. We're waiting for the official signal here. Now they're ready to go. So Conan, after the pick six, gets Gretna new life here. And John is going to pooch it to a different part of the field. Take it at the 24-yard line. Molina comes up to take it at the 25, trying to get to the outside 30. Cuts it up 35. Got a really good block on the outside there from Caden Miller and gets to the 39-yard line. Also out in front of that was Chris Dutenhofer. He had some good blocking, and Carney 
is going to get really good field position here to start this second drive. They marched 70 yards on the opening drive, had the ball back, then that deflected pick six, and Carney has a lead of only three. First and 10 at their own 39-yard line, 324 to go here in the third quarter. Bearcats trying to get to the quarterfinals. Twins to the short side in front of the Gretna bench. Here comes pressure again. Pearson fakes it to Wise, off right guard. Crosses the 44, and that's where his knee will hit. It's a gain of five for Pearson. And Carney has went heavy Pearson run here in this third quarter so far. And Preston always runs to the sideline to get the play. So he's running the play. Then he's running to get the play. Then he's running back to the huddle. Then he's running the play. <laughs> so Coach Cool's got to keep it in between him there. Play clock is at 12 as they break the huddle. Miller, the lone set to the right side. They actually go with a stack bubble to the short side. Haven't seen that yet tonight. And he'll follow it. Pearson trying to get some blockers. Avoids an ankle tackle. Crosses the 45. Alexander upends him around the 47-yard line. Boy, Keaton Suchek came through there and almost had him back at the original line of scrimmage. Instead, it's a gain of four on the play. And it'll be third down and one, a long one. The ball just touching the 48. They've got to clear the 49 for the first down. Clock continues to run. Kind of everything you thought it would be. Figured it'd be a competitive game. It's just been pretty streaky right now. Split out wide to the right, Seth Altwine. They'd like to run quarterback follow. They do it again behind Parker Wise, and he stretches, should have it. It's a good tackle by Corbin Nikolai to come back there and wrap him up. But Pearson knew to stick the ball forward. He's going to get the two yards. Ball marked just short of the 50. It'll be first down and 10 here for the Bearcats. Right on the big G. Looks like the Green Bay Packer G. That's what they've got here at Gretna with the green and white. And a program, who knows? This community continues to grow. I know some of the Carney folks we were talking before the ball game. I mean, this was basically a Class C school. Grown into an Omaha uh, suburb. And they get closer to Elkhorn and more schools, more people, and now a Class A school. Pearson hands it off. Wise starts left, cuts back right, and that's a good thing because he gets five, six inside the 44. They had him dead to rights in the backfield. Again, flying through there, Nicolite, but just couldn't arm tackle him. Good cutback by Parker Wise, and it'll be second down and four. Parker, after having a really good football game towards the end of the season when they... Took on Elkhorn South on a couple of those late. Had 90 yards last week and a couple of touchdowns against Lincoln Northeast. I have him for eight carries, 34 yards here in the ballgame. We're in the final minute of the third quarter. Carney holding on to a 24-21 lead. They drove it down the field, but then a pick six got it closer. Quarterback follow again. Pearson, there's not much of a hole, and this time Gretna says, I don't think so. Coming through there is Tanner Hall. And getting maybe a yard on the play is Pearson. That's a generous give. And it'll be third down and three. Carney will not have to snap the ball again, so I would be surprised if they do. There's about a second differential between the play clock and the game clock, and Brandon Cool is keeping Preston Pearson over there. So we are three-quarters in to the second round of the Class A State High School football playoffs here on KXPN Carney and Platte River Preps. It's a dandy. Carney has it third and three at the Gretna 43 to start the fourth quarter. The Bearcats 24, the Dragons 21. 
Hello area ranchers, this is Ryan Wells with Wells Flying Service and Nutrient Ag Solutions. Harvest is moving along as fast as possible, and everybody is busy in the field right now. But don't forget, you'll be bringing cattle back to stock shortly. And when you're out in your pastures, make sure you look at the grass and see if a fall pasture sprain would be beneficial to your operation. Applying Corteva's Torton 22K or Graze On Next to your pasture are excellent choices to help your pasture for your next grazing season. They have great residual control for a variety of annoying grass-robbing weeds. Contact any of your area Nutrient Ag Solutions sales representatives, and they will be happy to help. If you do not have a Nutrient Sales contact, call 308-995-4646, and we'll get you in contact with the right location and the salesperson. Also, ask about our Nutrient 0% financing program. So remember, Wells Flying Service and Nutrient Ag Solutions with locations in Holdridge, Ogallala, Campbell, Cozad, Kearney, Ravenna, Hartwell, Hastings, Oxford, Elwood, Arapaho, and Alma. 308-995-4646. The state football playoffs on ESPN and PlatteRiverPreps.com brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters located in Hastings and Sutton. Doug Duda, our producer engineer, Grant Ty. Want to remind you that we've got volleyball tomorrow, all the B, C, and D districts. We're going to be able to bring you four games, including here on ESPN Radio. We got a chance to see Kearney High take on Lincoln Southwest Wednesday, came up short, but Kearney Catholic will take on Malcolm tomorrow in Aurora at four. When Malcolm played them the last time, they beat him in the state semifinals in 2016. That snapped Kearney Catholic's four-year run of being state champions. We've got three other games we'll talk about in a moment. Right now, third and three, Carney at the Gretna 43-yard line. Weiss shifts to the right side. He's blocking. Pearson's running behind him. He cuts it back up over right guard and gets to the 40. This is all going to be on placement. I think where the side judge is standing, it's going to be about a half a yard short. Pearson ran for 81 yards and a touchdown in that quarter. And it's going to be fourth and short. Tomorrow morning at 11 a.m., Kennesaw and Johnson Brock on the breeze, 94.5. And then a doubleheader on Power 99. Undefeated St. Paul and Gothenburg at 1 o'clock. Amherst and North Platte St. Pat's at 3 o'clock. And, of course, we'll keep you up to date on everybody else in the area. Class B goes early. Hastings at York at 11. Northwest and Seward at noon at 1. Lexington travels down here to Elkhorn. And we will also... uh, Tell you at 1 o'clock, Aurora taking on Gehring. And Carney has decided to take their first time out here of the second half to decide what they want to do on fourth and inches at the Gretna 40. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, 24-21 Carney, first minute of the fourth. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Our field conditions are brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans with Impact Partners and Pioneer Seed Science with service delivering success. They have the turf here at Gretna. This is a beautiful facility. It's kind of open on the ends, but here at the Gretna campus, just a quick look around the softball fields, baseball fields, of course, soccer, uh, the track. Uh, it is a beautiful facility as they continue to build and grow here at Gretna. Our field conditions report is Carney's going to go for it on fourth down. They've got it, but they're flagged for illegal motion. 
That is just the second penalty. Carney tried to go too quick. They tried to go too quick on an extra point and missed it. They tried to go too quick here on fourth and inches and now are going to be forced to punt the ball away. That is the first flag on either team here in the second half of play. And how big will this be? Carney could have kept the drive alive. Instead, we had a quick flag from our referee. Didn't like the way Carney ran the play. And it'll be fourth and five at the Gretna 45. So this is about where Gretna was when Trevor Marshall pinned the Bearcats back at the five. Can Preston Pearson return the favor? Again, quick snap. Kick is away. High, high kick over Alexander's head at the 10. Bounces at the 5. Carney will slide and knock it down with Jack Johnson at the 2. Great punt by Preston Pearson. 43 yards and no return. So each punter has thrown one deep. And Gretna down 24-21 with exactly 11 minutes to go for somebody's season. 98 yards away again. They missed a 29-yard field goal in that first half late in the first quarter, which would have put them up 10-0. They came right back and scored a touchdown, made it 14-0. But in a three-point game, plus each team has a pick six in this contest. Flores in the shotgun in his own end zone. Takes the snap, hands it to Huber, looks for a little room, and he finds a little room. He gets across the five out to the seven-yard line. So a nice strong run from Mick Huber. He's going to get five there. That's pretty good when you figure they're going to run the ball. Carney wanted to make sure, though, that Flores wasn't going to take a shot on first down. So it'll be second down and five at the seven. Going quick here for the first time is Gretna. Flores. Oh, there's movement, and they will blow the play dead. I think the center may have hitched the ball there. Sometimes it slips out of his hands, or you try to snap it, and it sticks on the ground. Because it looked like all of the Gretna line started and then went, uh, And so half the distance to the goal here. The third penalty of the ball game on Gretna. That'll back them up about three yards. So they'll be at around their four, three and a half, four-yard line. Second down, and we'll call it eight. Again, Flores stands in his end zone. Hands it to Huber, tries to get to the right side, stretching it to the five, and the Bearcats, and Dugua jumps on his back. He's still going to the 10, breaks a tackle, drags Bearcats out to the 15. First down, Dragons. Strong run from Huber. It's going to be a gain of 11. Unofficially, 18 first downs for Gretna, 11 for Carney High. At the end of the ball game, as again, we're with you on Power 99 and ESPN. So KKPR-FM, Kearney Hastings, Grand Island, KXPN-AM, Kearney. We'll have the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show when we're done. Recapping the entire night. Another handoff to Huber. Huber hit in the backfield. Breaks another tackle. Just enough to get three yards on the play. So Kearney getting pressure in there. They've gone away from the pass a little bit. Has Gretna. And they have not had a completed pass over 10 yards since the first quarter when Flores was lighting it up at a 72-yarder, 18, 28, 12, but nothing since then as far as a deep ball. Second out in, we'll call it seven. Out here in the flat, he'll complete it into the hands of Joe Roll. Roll across the 25. They'll shove him out of bounds at around the 28-yard line. That'll be enough for the first down. A gain of 10 on the play. 
So just as we said, they hadn't thrown one. That wasn't deep. It was just a lot of yards after the catch. It was only about a three-yard pass. And And it'll be first down and 10 here for Gretna. 9-12 remaining here on ESPN and Power 99. The final stats on the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show when we finish up. Flores on first down, hands it to Huber. Huber, patient in the backfield, gets to the 31 and then is stood up. Carney got through there again with Urich. And the tackle made at that 31. And also in there is, excuse me, what did I say? Mick Colton Urich, sorry, is in there. We had a wrong number on our roster earlier, and we apologize for that. So we understand that that is Colton in the ball game. It's going to be a gain of three that time for Huber. It is second down and seven at their own 31. Flores now back to pass. Glant puts some pressure on him. He's got it by the dirty. He fumbled it. Carney jumps on it. The Bearcats cover it. Gabe Van Winkle covers it. Peter Glant forced it, and the Bearcats are in business at the Gretna 21. The second turnover of the ball game for Gretna comes just when it looked like they may be making headway, even though they had a ways to go. The momentum had switched in their direction. But it is at the Gretna 22. Glant, who had a pick six and forced a fumble last, or had a fumble recovery last week, forces the fumble. Van Winkle covers it. At the Gretna, 22-yard line, up three with eight and a half to go. Pearson takes the snap, option to the left side. He's all covered, fakes it out to Wise, but there's nowhere to go. It didn't matter. He knew he had to eat that. Everything was covered. He's going to lose a yard back to the 23-yard line. Carney puts one in here, eats a little clock. It may be just enough. The clock will be down to 8-10 and counting to go in this football game, 24-21. Carney with the lead. They scored 24 in a row after trailing 14 to nothing. They scored on the opening drive of the third quarter, but then a pick six from Mark Staley has got Gretna back into it, but a fumble recovery by Van Winkle, and here come the Bearcats. Pearson in the pocket, wants to throw, goes to the end zone, a little underthrown and knocked away by Connor Edwards, intended for Alex Shaw at the five. Good defense that time. For the Gretna defensive back, Connor Edwards. Huge play. Brings up third down and 11. A lot of football starting to wind down around the area. Sutton now leading North Platte St. Pat's in the fourth quarter, 23-6. Oakland Craig over Crofton, 44-14 in the third. UTAN all over Centura, 48-6. Wilbur Claytonia over Central Catholic, 32-21. On third down, Pearson throws it for the corner in the end zone. Double coverage, and it's through the hands. And we're going to get a flag. We're going to get pass interference on Gretna in the end zone. They're going to say... Holding the arm of Jack Johnson, the intended receiver. Plus, we got some fireworks out to our... I'm turned around where we're at here, actually, at Gretna, but maybe out to the southeast here. And we are waiting for the official call here. That's a huge one. Carney would have had to attempt a 40-yard field goal to only go up six. Now... This is a half the distance to the goal penalty, and it might not be enough. But it would be fourth and short. You could still kick the field goal. Remember, in high school, pass interference isn't necessarily a fifth first down. So we still have discussion going on here. They're going to wave in the back judge. 
And we will see what the call is. You're listening to KXPN Carney and Power 99. Doug Duda with you on this glorious Friday for football. Hopefully we can get this kind of weather for the rest of the playoffs. Carney's up 24-21. 7.41 to go in the ball game here at Gretna. Still deciding what to do. Walking it off from the 23. That should put the ball just outside the 11. And pass interference on the defense. And it is short of the first down, but you replayed the... Oh, no, they are going to move the sticks. They moved the first down markers, but the guy holding the down marker has it at third. So they are going to call that a first down. On a 12-yard penalty, Carney goes quick to Parker Wise. Up the middle, he's got some room inside the 10, inside the 5, and he'll be brought down right there across the 5-yard line. Parker Wise picks up 7, and it'll be 2nd down, and maybe 6, 2nd down and 4. Looks like they'll put the ball right on the 5 on the far hash near the Carney sideline. Bearcats trying to go up by two scores here. Important play call. And execution. They've been running a lot of quarterback follow here in this second half where Pearson just gets behind Parker Weiss. Weiss is off to his right. Second down and four at the five. They give it to Weiss, tries to get around the left end. He does. He's in. Touchdown, Carney. They're all focusing on Pearson. Weiss took it around left end. Good blocking out there from the wide receivers again. And Parker Weiss is in from five yards out. And Carney High is up 30 to 21 with 6:53 remaining in the game. And how big is that pass interference call in the end zone on third and 11? Dakin now to try the extra point. Oh, they bobbled the snap. He tries to pooch it up there, and it's short. <laughs> the snap was low, and Dakin still just tried to pooch it up there, and he was just short of making it. So, Carney's still up by nine. That's the important part. It's a two-possession game. Our five-points bank touchdown, a five-yard run by Parker Weiss. 6.53 to go. Bearcats 30. Gretna 21 on ESPN Tri-Cities and Power 99. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. Just got informed that the fireworks tonight are coming over from Vala's Pumpkin Patch, which everybody knows across the state. Other scores, Bellevue West 45, Lincoln Southwest 13 in the fourth quarter. In the second, Elkhorn South 10, Fremont nothing, Lincoln Southeast 17, Columbus nothing. Also in the fourth, Millard South 21, Millard West 7. 
at the half. Creighton Prep 14, Millard North 10. Earlier in A, Omaha West Side over Grand Island 45 to 3, and Lincoln East beat North Platte 42 to nothing. In Class B, Waverly has beaten Blair 42 to 8, and we are ready to kick it off here for Dakin and Carney High. Again, a very high pooch kick that is going to be picked at the 16-yard line. Said Lachik comes to the right to the 20. 25 has a head of steam to the 30. 35, he's still inbounds to the 40 and returns it to around the 42-43 yard line. And Gretna will have excellent field position. And with this quick strike offense with quarterback Zane Flores, there's still plenty of time here for the Dragons. Carney 30, Gretna 21. 6.45 remaining in our ball game. Other scores in the fourth quarter. Bennington 42, Seward 6. Aurora 47, Scotts Bluff 3. Norris 35, Beatrice 27. Grand Island Northwest 27, Omaha Scott 6. It looks like it's all over for Scott this year. First and 10, Gretna. Empty backfield. Trips to the wide side here for Flores. Twins to the right. He will send Huber in motion, giving him quads to that side. Looking for that wheel route to roll. He is open. It is caught, but he did have to go down to a knee, and he dropped it. It was just underthrown. I was shadowed right here by a few of the Gretna players. That's one that Gretna wants to get back there. Flores just underthrew him a little bit, and that cost him a 17-yard gain. Stops the clock. Other scores. Hastings 41, Omaha Ron Colley 7. That is in the third quarter. We'll look at Class C here in just a moment as Gretna gets back into formation. Flores hands it to Huber, and he is not going anywhere. The Bearcats not fooled. Van Winkle pancaked him. Glant off the bottom of the pile along with Yurik, and Huber lost a yard on the play. It'll be third down and 11. In C1, the only games going on, Pierce 35, West Point Beamer 21 in the third. In the fourth, top seed Ashland Greenwood now leading Logan View 24 to 7. Finals, Adam Central over Wayne 31-13. Auburn over Battle Creek 31-15. Kearney Catholic blank Shadron 41-0. St. Paul shutout Cozad 48-0. In overtime, Lincoln Christian beat Gothenburg 27-24. And Wahoo beat Mitchell this afternoon 34-14. And Gretna has to burn a timeout. It'll be their first of the half. They are facing a third and 11 at their own 35. 6.03 to go in the game. Kearney 30 and Gretna 21. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Kearney and Grand Island. State football action on Power 99, ESPN Radio, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you in part by Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Some other scores while we await. Let's go to Class C2. Finals, Oakland Craig over Crofton, 44-14. Hardington Cedar Catholic over Bridgeport, 21-0. Aquinas beats Norfolk Catholic, 27-10. So they'll host Ord, who beat Bishop Newman, 38 to 14 in the fourth quarter, Archbishop Bergen over Lincoln Lutheran, 48 to seven. Got a couple more, but right now, third and 11 for Gretna at their own 35-yard line. They're kind of in a must-go for it. They're down nine. Flores back to pass, deep drop, 
Set to the pocket, deep down the middle of the football field, and this one is going to be incomplete. Trying for a roll again right there with him, step for step with Seth Altwine. Flores can definitely throw it down the field, but it's fourth and 11. Back to the scoreboard in C2 in the fourth quarter, Sutton 30. North Platte, St. Pat 6 on the breeze, 94.5. Central Catholic's trying to make a comeback. Wilbur Clay, Tony at 32, Central Catholic 27. And in the third, UTAN 55, Centura 12. And here it is. Gretna is going to go for it. Fourth and 11 at their own 35. Flores rolls to the right. Inside handoff on the draw. It worked one time, and it's going to work again. 40-45, and out to the 48-yard line is Nick Huber. They needed 11. They got 13. That's the second time that has worked for a big play. And Jack Johnson back here at the Gretna 40 is absolutely just pounding the ground going, I had it. I had him. Move the sticks. Gretna keeps it alive. 5.40 to go. Flores again drops back. Has all day. Now pressured by Glant. Rolls to the right. Still rolling. Still rolling. Going to have to throw this one away. And he does into the Carney sideline. And so the passing game that was incredible in that first quarter has turned for Gretna. Unbelievable how Gretna could do what they did in the first. Carney made the adjustments they needed to. And since the first completion of that second quarter, there's only been one pass play of 10 yards or more, and that was right here at the start of the fourth. Roll gets out into the slot to the right side. They go trips there. Huber back in the backfield. Second and 10, Gretna at their own 48, trailing 30 to 21, five and a half to go. Fake the draw, back to pass Flores. Happy feet, throws over here, wide open to the right flat is Roll at the 46-yard line at Kearney. It is a gain of six on the play, and the clock will continue to run. Third down and four. 5-10. Roll, they have looked for him a little more often here tonight. Haven't seen Alexander involved here lately, and he is out wide to the left with the tight end Schnell in the slot. They put Roll even tighter now on the left side. That means Marshall's over on the right side. Third down and four. They'll roll to the wide side. Flores looking, looking, fires, and it's in and out of the hands, and we're going to get a pass interference call, trying to get it to Alexander, and the flag goes on Preston Pearson. It would have been a first down. But now Carney is going to be flagged for just the third time in the ball game. Of course, remember, a pass interference in the end zone last drive on Gretna allowed Parker Weiss to eventually get into the end zone for the touchdown that took it from Three to nine. Again, for some reason, it takes a long time to make the indication here of the penalty, but that's exactly what it was. Sometimes it's a hold, sometimes it's pass interference, but this time it is pass interference, a 15-yard penalty, and a first down here, number 21 for Gretna. That'll move the ball to the 31-yard line of Carney. 30 to 21, Gretna, 4:48 to go. In this Class A second-round playoff between the 8-9. Handed to Huber straight up the middle. He's drugged down from behind by Ndugwa as he gets to the 27-yard line. A gain of four. Carney will live with that. That's only four yards. The clock continues to run with four and a half to go in this football game. Gretna has two timeouts, but they want to make sure they get in the end zone before the three-minute mark. Give themselves a chance to not have to do an onside kick. Flores. Looks for that wide receiver screen, and it's dropped. Goes through the hands of Jackson Alexander, 
couple of times in the first half. They set that up well, and he was able to follow his blockers, and he had some out there. Roll was over there. They had pulled Gabe Melton and Chase Anderson. The center was even over there. But I think Alexander was looking upfield before he secured the pass. And that'll bring up third down and six, but it stops the clock with 4.18 to go. Remember, Gretna converted a fourth and 11 on a gutsy draw play to Mick Huber to keep this series going. Third and six at the 27, roll in motion, fake the jet sweep. Quarterback keeper Flores runs right into the paws of Van Winkle at the 25. It's only two. So Flores with his fifth carry, he was sacked once. He's going to get two here, and it's going to be fourth and a long three at the Kearney 24-yard line. Clock running, and they send in the play. A must convert here. Again, their field goal kicker's longest is 31 yards, so 41 here, pretty much out of the question. Carney, they probably kick it here. Not for the empty backfield of Gretna. Flores back to pass, rolls to his right, has a lot of room, might want to run it. He's going to go to the end zone in double coverage for Marshall, and it is batted away and incomplete. Marshall was trying to fight through there. Molina and company knocked it away. It actually stayed in the air, but Marshall was out of bounds on our very far side. Couldn't tell if he actually did come down with it, but it didn't look like it. He would have been well out. And now Carney High needs to take care of the ball over the final 3:33, clinging this 30-21 lead. Gretna, who had only lost one game, but ironically, it was the last game that they played. And you have to wonder, I, I talked with Coach before the game in Mike Kale, who was really great to chat with in our interview that we didn't get to play for you guys because of the Why Not Pleasanton game going a little long and just joining this game. And he was not overly concerned about the long layoff. Handoff here over the right side, Parker Weiss. All he does is pick up a yard, but that's what he needs to do. His last carry was that five-yard touchdown. Gretna has two timeouts. They won't use one here. It'll be second down and nine. We have not seen Chris Dutenhofer come in the game tonight for Carney. He had a trouble on a couple carries last week, even though he would be your kind of power bruising back. Uh, they're just going to stay with Wise and Pearson. Pearson doing a great job on the ground. It was through the air last week. It's on the ground tonight. Carney running the play clock down. It's currently at six. Still three wide outs. Here comes pressure from the outside. Quarterback follow. Pearson ducks under one and just gets back to the line of scrimmage. Maybe give him a yard, and Gretna will use the timeout. So the Dragons will have one remaining. 2.45 to go in this Class A state playoff game. Carney will have it third down and nine at their own 26. They lead it 30-21. to 21. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Mid-States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek is a proud sponsor of this broadcast and wish all of the area student-athletes good luck in their competition. Stop in to Mid-States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek and see how Chad, Becca, and the entire team at Mid-States Insurance can serve you. They will help you with all of your insurance needs, including auto, home, farm, life, and commercial insurance. Call 308-856-4913. Located in Elm Creek at 121 North Tyler Street. Doug Duda with you here on Power 99 and ESPN Tri-Cities. Football down to the wire, and now can Gretna get a stop? They're going to need a break as Carney leads it 30-21 to with 2.45 to go in the game. 
They have a third at about eight now at their own 26. In motion, Alex Shaw to the left. Quarterback option. He wants to keep it wise idea. No need to pitch and think about a possible fumble. And Pearson just dives forward. He's going to get a couple more out to the 28. And Gretna is going to use their final timeout. So Gretna's got to get a good return. They've got a score. They probably have to cover an onside kick. And they've got to score again. But it's happened. 2.40 to go in the ballgame. Carney will be punting it away. They lead it 30-21. to We'll have the punt when we return. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Our timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need is specializing in you. Remember volleyball tomorrow on Power 99, a doubleheader. St. Paul and Gothenburg at 1, Amherst and North Platte St. Pat's at 3. We'll have Kearney Catholic Malcolm at 4 on ESPN 1460. And we start the day tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Kennesaw Johnson Brock on the breeze 94.5. Here's Preston Pearson at a big rush after a quick snap and it's a very short punt only 22 yards out to midfield but Jack Johnson right on top of Alexander didn't let him return it at all Johnson doesn't make that tackle Alexander gets a big return and that time Gretna knowing that an offsides wasn't going to hurt him anticipated the quick snap and just brought everybody and right up the middle Gabe Melton was trying to block it. It's only a 22-yard punt, and Gretna will have it first and 10 at the Kearney, 49, with two and a half to go. They're out of timeouts, and Kearney's up nine points. That's the key, not eight, nine. And they'll hand it off around the right side, following his blockers, slowly trotting as Mick Huber gets inside the 45, still fighting to the 42, to the 41. That's where they stack him up, but he does not get out of bounds, and it is not a first down. That does put Huber over 100 yards rushing, which they haven't had much of. It'll be second down and about two at the Kearney 41. And take it a little longer than they needed to here is Gretna. They're going to chew about 25 seconds before they get it. Now back to pass Flores. Second and short. He can air it out if he wants to under a little bit of pressure. Avoids. Rolls to the right and runs for the first down marker and gets out of bounds. And where will they mark him? Oh, they don't give him a very good spot. He doesn't get it. That is a crucial mistake there by the sophomore. If you're going to run out of bounds, you have got to get the first down. And all he did was step out of bounds at the original line of scrimmage. So no gain for Zane Flores. Carney was bearing down on him, but sometimes you got to lower the shoulder and take the contact. Third and two at the 41. Huber in the backfield. Do they hand it off? Three-man defensive front. Nope. Quick little pass out here on the white, on the right side. Complete to get out of bounds is Trevor Marshall. And they'll mark him out at the 37. It's a four-yard gain, but it is enough to move the sticks here for Gretna. First and 10 at the 37 of Carney. Down to a minute 45 to go. 30 to 21. Gretna with the lead. Carney just keeps playing top 10 teams, and they keep competing even though the top two, Bellevue West and Omaha West Side, got the better of them. 
First and 10, Flores back to pass. Five-step drop in the pocket. Throws it down the middle of the field for Alexander. He's got it at the 15, and he's going to be stood up at the 11-yard line. First and 10, a 26-yard gain. Jackson Alexander, his biggest reception of the night. Down to a minute 37. They line up quickly to go for it here, wait for the sticks to get set. And again, in high school anymore, you don't have to wait. The fans will get confused by that. You don't have to wait for the first down sticks to get set anymore. As long as the down marker's there and the official spots the ball, and Gretna did snap it, but the officials blew the play dead. And now Gretna's not really ready to go. They wind the clock. First and 10 at the 11, 90 seconds to go in the game. Flores waits for everybody to get set, takes the snap. Three-step drop, looks off the left side. Short pass complete to roll, and he's brought down at the 10. That's a killer. That's only a one-yard gain, and the clock will continue to run. Ball on the left hash here. Gretna trying to go quick, a minute 10 to go. They know they have to go, but let's face it, what it comes down to now is an onside kick. Now you got to make sure you score, even if it whittles you down to 30 seconds. You've wasted way too much time here. Flores in the pocket, only a three-man rush, being pressured by Van Winkle, throws towards the corner of the end zone, but really that one was to kill the clock. And now it is third and nine at the 10 for the Gretna Dragons. 51 seconds to go. When we're done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We'll have all the final stats and then send it back to the Power 99 studios for the Rivals and Rut Scoreboard Show. A recap of all the games tonight and who's playing where next Friday. We'll have state football and hopefully some state volleyball next Friday for you. A ton of teams. Flores takes the snap. Third down, looks over the middle. Fires for Alexander, and he's got it. Into the end zone, touchdown. And I mean, he was well covered. Yurik was there. Pearson was there. That was put right on the hands. A 10-yard touchdown pass to Jackson Alexander. Could possibly be the last of his high school career. And now it doesn't matter if you go for one or two because it is a three-point game, but 45 seconds to go, and it's going to come down to the onside kick as John Conan is in to attempt it. The snap good, placement good. Carney doesn't rush because it doesn't matter, and the kick is good. 45 seconds to go. Carney 30, Gretna 28. The onside kick is next. Let's do business in the Heartland. Heartland Chevrolet Buick, Lexington, Nebraska, the newest addition to the Platte Valley Auto Pony Express winning team. The largest selection of new and pre-owned cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs around. Great deals happen here. Sales, service, parts and tires, collision center, and more. Come see why. We are the fastest growing auto stores in central Nebraska. Great selection. Chevrolet Buick, Ford Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, and Ram. The only thing you need to know for all your automotive needs. Platte Valley Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Pony Express, Chevrolet, Gothenburg, Menden, and now Heartland Chevrolet Buick, Lexington, Nebraska, where everybody gets a great deal and a great deal more. FOMO, noun, anxiety that an exciting or interesting event may currently be happening elsewhere. Well, you can forget FOMO now with PlatteRiverPreps.com. Thanks in part to sponsors like Florang Chiropractic, Platte River Preps is where the exciting and interesting happen. Schedules for your favorite high school teams, coaches' interviews, game broadcasts and podcasts, even a photo or two. Follow the best in central Nebraska at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports, your music. Ryland Pinky tees it up. Onside kick. Carney, five men on the line. Five more right behind within five yards. Here we go for the Gretna season. Pinky 
Gets a good bounce. Carney covers it. Carney will win. It took that second bounce right into the hands of Alex Shaw. He covers it at midfield. And Carney is one snap away from advancing to the 2020 state quarterfinals back down here in the Metro against Bellevue. Again, in Class A, it's different now. The high seed just gets to keep playing at home. Under the old formula, Bellevue would have had to come out to Foster Field, but that is not the case anymore. 44 seconds remaining. And Preston Pearson... Going to get him in victory formation. Caden Miller's going to go stand about 15 yards behind the line of scrimmage as the Bearcats put the other 10 in tight. Pearson under center takes it cleanly, gets the knee. They will have to snap it again because there's one more second on the game clock than the play clock. Bob Jensen has said it time and time again, Carney is just Carney when it comes to football. They may not be sexy, flashy, the fastest team, the biggest team, but they seem to have whatever it takes with this incredible coaching staff to pick up wins. They were on their heels early. Gretna was up 14-0, missed a field goal, could have been 17-0, and Carney scores 24 in a row. Pearson takes the snap. Pearson takes the knee, and it'll be a great bus ride down I-80 West tonight. The Carney Bearcats, 30 the Gretna Dragons, 28. Carney has played eight games. They're only four and four. They're going to the state quarterfinals at Bellevue West. Next Friday night, Gretna ends up six and two on the season, and they have been one of the schools hard hit by the COVID just to see what they've got here. They've got a lot of talent. Now, some of these linemen are seniors, and you'll lose your top two receivers in Alexander and Marshall, but Flores is back. Roll is back at the wide receiver. Huber is back as you're running back. You've got Schnell at the tight end. He's just a sophomore. A couple linemen, including your center that's coming back. Gretna could be even better next year. They're starting to build something here under Mike Kale. The New West Post Game Show with all the final stats, a few score updates, and more coming your way next on Power 99 and ESPN Tri-Cities. Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is now offering an orthopedic rapid care clinic. During these uncertain times, our goal is to help take the burden off of our local hospitals. New West Sports Medicine is now offering a walk-in clinic for your orthopedic problems, Monday through Friday, 8 to 4. No appointments necessary. Most major insurance is accepted. Call 308-865-2570 for more information. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery's new rapid care clinic. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. 
Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. They defeated Lincoln Southwest. And welcome back to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. I want to say a special thanks to the entire gang back at the studios that have been doing a great job all season long, getting us scores. Thanks to the fans that are helping us out as well. Everybody wants to know how everybody's doing especially this late in the season. And Carney will go to Bellevue West after a 45-13 win over Lincoln Southwest. Let's go ahead here on the New West Post Game Show and look at our final numbers. First off for Gretna, they had 234 yards in the first half and unofficially 131 in the second half. Mick Huber got a bunch of that, though. He had 22 carries for 104 yards, 12 carries for 72 yards in the second half. For Joe Roll, two carries, 14 yards. Zane Flores sacked once, but that was a 16-yarder. Ended up with six carries, negative six yards, one touchdown. I had Gretna for 30 rushing attempts for 112 yards. Uh, Marshall uh, had one pass today. Trevor, a two-yard completion that set him up first and goal at the one or second and goal at the one, I think it was. But the uh, story is uh, Zane Flores coming in. Carney was able to... Not rattle him, but they were able to take away any deep threats after that first quarter. His third pass of the game was a 72-yarder right on the money to Trevor Marshall. They were up 14-0, but again, after that, they only had one completion more than 10 yards after the first quarter. In the second half, 10 of 20, 80 yards, no interceptions, and uh, the one touchdown uh, for Flores. So in the ball game, I had Flores 23 of 39 261 yards, one interception, and two touchdowns in the ball game. 263 through the air, 112 on the ground, 375 yards of total offense. I had Gretna for 24 first downs, which is a ton in high school football. Two punts for an average of 37. They had the two turnovers and four penalties for 35 yards. Again, both teams had a pick six. Carney's was by Caden Miller. Mark Staley had the pick six in the second half for uh, Gretna. We'll look at the final numbers for the Carney Bearcats right after this on the New West Postgame Show. On a winning sports team, all the players work together and good things happen. And this sports broadcast on Platte River Radio happens because of a strong local team. The businesses you hear during this game know the value of advertising their message to sports fans. Our sponsors tell their story to thousands of Central Nebraska listeners every week. That helps their business grow and it makes these broadcasts possible. We'd love to have you join our sports sponsorship team. Go to platteriverradio.com slash advertise and get in the game with us. 
Mid-States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek is a proud sponsor of this broadcast and wish all of the area student-athletes good luck in their competition. Stop in to Mid-States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek and see how Chad, Becca, and the entire team at Mid-States Insurance can serve you. They will help you with all of your insurance needs, including auto, home, farm, life, and commercial insurance. Call 308-856-4913. Located in Elm Creek at 121 North Tyler Street. Back on the New West Post Game Show, let's take a look at the unofficial numbers we had in the ball game tonight for Kearney High. And again, their numbers are well short of what Gretna put up, but they had a short field. They had the pick six, um, had a couple of uh, nice punt returns. That penalty in the end zone uh, gave them another like 13 yards you wouldn't get on a pass interference. Parker Wise, 11 carries, 47 yards, and a touchdown. Preston Pearson, 19 carries, 92 yards and a touchdown. In the second half, 14 carries for 86 yards. So both teams had 30 rushes, according to my numbers, 139 yards rushing for Carney compared to 112 for Gretna. Pearson didn't even put it up in the air much in the second half uh, as Carney High was uh, able to uh, keep the ball on the ground. He ran it more than he threw it. In the second half, he was one of four with that pick six for nine yards. I had to triple check just to make sure that was even the case. But uh, according to my numbers, Pearson was six of 12 with an interception and a touchdown for 56 through the air, 139 on the ground, 195 yards of total offense, produced 13 first downs. They had six of those on that touchdown drive that got them on the board in the second quarter. One interception, the pick six. They had four punts. Uh, Two of them were 22 and 24. The other two were 43 and 53, depending on what Pearson needed to do in the ball game. Three penalties for 25 yards. Well, Gretna started the football game accepting the uh, ball, and uh, Carney was able to kind of get on him in the first two plays. Uh, They had an eight-yard completion. Then they had a completed pass for zero, set up third and two, actually called a timeout and went yard to Marshall, a 72-yard touchdown pass from Flores to Trevor Marshall. And Conan out of the kick, 10.38 to go in the first quarter. It's 7 to nothing. Carney three and out, and then a 29-yard field goal ended up kind of just getting squibbed. It was short and wide to the left by Pinky, and that kept it at 7 to nothing. Carney went three and out again, and then right back down the field for the Dragons. Flores took it in on a quarterback count or a quarterback follow from 1 yard out. The kick made it 14 to nothing. Gretna 9-16 to go in the second quarter. Then Carney kind of got their bearings, a 74-yard drive which included their first first down of the game, uh, which came uh, with under 9 minutes to go in the second quarter. Pearson hit Miller on a great play in the corner of the end zone for a 17-yard touchdown. The extra point kick was wide left, 4-0-1 to go in the first half, 14-6 Gretna. Then probably the play that you'll look back on as the play of the game, a 45-yard interception return by Caden Miller less than a minute and a half later. And then they lined up to go for one, but threw a two-pointer into the end zone. An excellent one-handed catch tied the game. And in just three minutes, the game went from all Gretna to Carney. Carney then was able to force a punt, got a good return, and set up a 39-yard field goal from James Dakin with 36 seconds to go before the half. The punt went 36 yards, and Miller returned the punt 37 yards, so it put him in field goal range right off the bat, and that made it 17-14 Carney at halftime after they were down 14-0 with five minutes to go in the half. So they were able to score 24 in a row because they had the opening kickoff, took it right down the field, mostly 
on Preston Pearson run. The big one was a 42-yarder that set up a goal-to-go situation. He eventually took it in from one yard out, completing a 70-yard drive at a minute 48. Dakin added the kick, and with 10-12 to go in the third quarter, Carney's up 24-14. So in just over seven minutes, six and a half minutes of game time, Carney went from down 14-0 to up 24-14, and it looked like Carney was just going to go ahead and put this one away because Gretna didn't have much going, and then a deflected pass ended up in the hands of Mark Staley. He returned it 30 yards for a pick six, and that cut it to 24-21 with 3.32 to go. Glant, Peter Glant forces a fumble. Gabe Van Winkle covers it at the Gretna 22-yard line. On third and 11, Gretna was called for pass interference in the end zone. Two plays later, Parker Weiss took it in from five yards out. The kick was no good. 6.53 to go, 30-21. to Gretna drove down into Kearney territory but got stopped on fourth down as they went to the end zone. Double coverage that time on uh, Marshall. And they did get the ball back, but with short time, 45 seconds to go, Flores hit Alexander. Jackson hauls it in from 10 yards out. The extra point made it 30-28, to 28, but they had to try and cover the onside kick, which they were unable to do. Shaw covers it for Carney, and that is the final score. Bearcats 30 and Gretna 28. We'll be back to wrap things up on the New West Post Game Show and then get you into the Rivals and Ruts Scoreboard Show right after this on Power 99 and ESPN Radio. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney in Grand Island. Ken, we want to remind you it's a very full day tomorrow of high school volleyball as we try to set the state tournament. And again, A, B, and C1 will get underway on Wednesday, C2, D1, and D2 on Thursday. But all of the B, C, and D districts are set for tomorrow. We will have four games for you. Doubleheader on Power 99, St. Paul Gothenburg at 1, Amherst North Platte St. Pat's at 3. We start at 11 in the morning on the Breeze 94.5, Kennesaw against Johnson Brock. And then at 4 o'clock tomorrow afternoon from Aurora, Kearney Catholic will take on Malcolm on ESPN 1460. So Kearney High and Kearney Catholic both advance on to the state quarterfinals next week. And all the information on the state playoffs coming up here in just a few moments on the Rivals and Ruts Scoreboard Show. Again, for our producer engineer, Gage Ty, I'm Doug Duda. Thanks for joining us for Bearcat football tonight. The final score, Kearney 30, Gretna 28. Good night, everyone. The preceding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.